Welcome in, everyone, to another fine edition of this In The Paint podcast. Welcome in. Bring it around. Story time, man. Come on in. Gather in. <laughs> Gather around the campfire. We got the pen. We got some libations. Welcome back to a uh, another another great episode of this In the Paint podcast. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls from all over across the internet, the dark webs, the light webs, whatever webs you consume this podcast on. Welcome back. Um, to my right, as always, uh, we have Sir Mario. Mario, how are you, brother? John, what's up, man? As always, it's a pleasure to be here. I am sweating my ass off. It was a hot one today. It's like 90 degrees. Yeah, man. I got my hair in the man bun going on. I noticed, so I'm dude. ready to rock, dude. I noticed, man. You I'm all may think I chopped all my hair off. I promise you, it's all in the back. It's kind of worrying me, man. You, you walked in here earlier, and I, I didn't see no fucking hair. I was like, bro. <laughs> This is going to, uh, what's happening? But I mean, you know, uh, to each their zone, man. Uh, fucking rock on is what I like to say. Um, and <laughs> we, ladies and gentlemen, we have a. a, a You're right there, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. Whoo. We have an awesome show lined up for you today. Uh, but without further ado, to my double right here, we have Sir Brandon Shokin on Ziganji's. How you doing? <laughs> yeah. Welcome in. Take a seat. Getting the party started. Yeah. Take a seat. Welcome <laughs> in. Welcome in. Um, yeah, we have a, we have an awesome show uh, lined up for everyone. Uh, week seven, uh, you know, rematch week was, you know, as advertised uh, as, you know. I, a lot I on the line it. for some teams going into the playoffs. Yeah, man. Uh, well, for every team now. I mean, yeah. it's it, if you lose, you go home. Do That's or it. Die. Now, yeah, now it's do or die. Do or die. Do or freaking die. Yeah, it, it, it's lose or go home. Um, you know, teams battled all year long, uh, despite what the records show, um, you know, for some teams or, you know, for all teams across the board. But regardless, all teams, you know, battled throughout. And, you know, teams have been getting consistently better as the season went along. So the playoffs are going to be, uh, you know, are shaped up and, and ready to, you know, really be an exciting finish to what was an amazing year all year. So, yeah, like I mean, like, it. yeah, like you said, like every team's shown major improvement. I mean, think of teams like um, All Systems Go. I mean, three they, game win streak. Shout like, out to All Systems Go. They started their season, you know, they had a rough first game, and by mid season they were back in it, and now they're just right in the thick of things. Got to give those guys credit all around. But yeah, I mean, we've seen that all throughout the whole league. Like every team's consistently gotten better. Everybody's been having a lot of fun with it. And, you know, every week it's just been more and more exciting to show up every week and, like, put this whole production together and, you know, take the podcast outside. It's been awesome, man. Yeah, it's, it's been really fun, um, you know, and, and shout out to everyone who is in the tournament and, you know, really playing hard and uh, coming back with the bottle for you. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, let's give, yeah, give everyone a round yeah. of applause. This, this one's for you. This shot's for you. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. It's not an In the Paint podcast unless... I've been, I said that twice now. Podcast. Like podcast. Podcast. Pinky's out. Pinky's podcast. out. Uh, now, uh, cheers, to, uh, cheers to every band, uh, you know, in the tournament. And, you know, just cheers for a, an amazing season and even more epic playoff run. Salute. Salute. Oh, let's see if I can reach you. There we go. Cheers. Mm. 
Yahtzee. All right. Now we can really get started. So as uh, week seven winded down, there were some playoff implications that we went over last week's show. And in the grand scheme of things, all all systems go had to do is win. Uh, you know, we had Sweet Echo facing Talk of the City last week. Um, you know, Talk of the City with with the two subs, uh, you know, from All Systems Go, uh, you know, coming in and getting their first win of the year, which was big. Now, uh, you know, the flip side to that, going into the playoffs, you have to play with, you know, your team and your players that you bring. Um, so we'll see if Dusty can take this uh, little bit of magic he's got. And he's been playing lights out in the field. His bat's been coming alive. But we'll see if he can take this magic coming into, uh, you know, the first week of the playoffs, which isn't this Saturday, by the way. It's next Saturday. Uh, you could check out the first round of the playoffs on our YouTube page, streaming live every Saturday. Every game is streamed. Um, but what I would like to do here, here, we'll go to the uh, standings. So we have NBA uh, and Sir Brandon uh, clinching up the number one seed. Win by two, uh, you know, played NBA this past week, couldn't get it done. Uh, you know, so, I mean, but we did clinch a two seed. So we'll have a first round by our two teams. All systems go, like we were mentioning earlier, three and three. Uh, clinches uh, three seed, talk of the city, got the four seed. I don't know why that says three there. I forgot to update it. Sweet Becco got the five seed. Cheer up, Dusty, got the six seed and secured that bag. So, um, what does that mean for uh, who plays who first? Can well, I, can anyone guess before I pull it up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, got? I'm, I'm yeah, going to say the third seed is going to play the fifth seed or the sixth seed, and the fifth seed right. is going to play the fourth seed. And if my calculations are correct, that's going to be awesome as go in uh, Sir Cheer Up Dusty. And then talk. Oh, he's got the city. playoff bracket. Well, Brent, you All would right. have it correct. It is all systems go playing in the first round of the playoffs, facing Cheer Up Dusty. Cud, Cuddy, <laughs> Sweet Echo uh, facing Talk of the City. Uh, that is week one, uh, like divisional week or wild card weekend, as some would like to call it. Win by two. NBA does have the first round off. Win by two would get uh, either. The winner of the Sweep Echo Talk of the City game, or if All Systems Go, or no, I'm sorry, uh, Win by Two would get actually All Systems Go. We would get the or the highest seed available. So yeah. if, if Cheer Up Dusty were to beat All Systems Go, then we would get the game. Uh, whoever Sweep Echo and Talk of the City, the winner of that game. NBA plays the lowest seed available. Um, so the playoffs, like we talk about, uh, you know, throughout this year, uh, the playoffs, the first two rounds. At first, it was going to be, um, you know, series throughout the playoffs but um you know due to uh you know the rules committee meeting up and kind of uh determining that you know there's not going to be series up until the championship uh it's a one game playoff five innings uh may the best team win yeah i like it it kind of ups the stakes a little bit yeah and uh it really gives these teams who have continued to you know find their stride to just be the better team on that day yeah. Just got to have it all for those five innings and get it done. Yeah. So, yeah, it really makes for that parity to kind of be, like, really prominent throughout the playoffs. Should be. It's, it, it, dude, it's going to be a, a, a super exciting. Uh, I'm super stoked for it. Um, you know, this past weekend, you know, obviously was great. Uh, and, you know, the momentum off that. It's can some of these teams capitalize off the momentum? We were talking about that. Can Dusty capitalize on that win? 
you know, this past week? Can all systems go ride the three-game winning streak, or are they due for a loss? Um, and Sweet Echo and Talk of the City, two teams that started off really hot, you know, can they, you know, finally pick it up? And, well, because they kind of tailed off. Can they finally pick it up heading into the playoffs and they play each other? So That's going to be a, uh, a rematch of week one, I believe. Week one. It, oh, that was that was that the game that was like thirteen eight. Probably the longest game of the season. Yeah, <laughs> one of them. Besides this uh, past week. Or besides, yeah, that that yeah, that might be the first. No, but that, that was might one, be number one. Like, one an hour and twenty in, I believe. Something like that. Yeah, it it was pretty long, man. Uh, but no, yeah, it, it's a rematch. Uh, you know, talk of the city. Uh, you know, we gave them that infamous nickname, uh, Walk of the City. They do it the best. Uh, yeah, you'll see why good. on the stat sheet. With, for the final tally. Yeah, man. Uh, Racking up those RBIs. Yeah, only if we counted walks, we would really know uh, how many walks were actually distributed. For sure. But, but we don't because there's just way too many walks, and it's it's a lot to, to you know, keep count. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll see if they could, uh, you know, turn it around here and, you know, sweep out a win. Uh, you know, no pun intended. So, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's about, like, finding, you know, Finding your rhythm going into the playoffs. You want to go in hot. You want to be prepared. And, you know, for us, I mean, Brandon, you can probably attest to this, too. Like, we're going to have essentially two weeks off now. So we have to kind of stay sharp and, like, be ready to go. Because these teams are going to have that extra week where they've, you know, they've they've been playing. So So that's a whole other thing we got to, you know. The real question is when are we playing Wolf Ball? Figure out. Yeah. So, I mean, other than, you know. Tomorrow? Tomorrow, uh, t- well, today, tonight, because uh, this will be out tonight, uh, I'll be attending the Phillies game. So no, oh, no, nice. yeah. yeah, no moss for me. Our field's nicer. Yeah, I mean, our field is. <laughs> our field's a hitter's ballpark. I will say that, man. Oh yeah. Imagine Bryce no. Harper at our field. Oh my jeez, oh, I don't want to imagine that. The balls will be on the Black Horse Pike. <laughs> <laughs> the balls will be hit the. Uh, hit the Wawa. Yeah. Um, no, but I mean, listen, uh, yeah, Thursday, it, that doesn't stop. I mean, that's just, I can't play. That doesn't stop anyone else for wanting to come and play. But if not, we got Friday, uh, you know, and then Saturday we have a day off. Uh, and then we have all next week until. Yeah, regardless, we'll, we'll find time to get some practice in. But yeah, I mean, that's something we got to figure out because, you know, two weeks off, you, you can either be prepared and mentally sharp or you can be. Rusty and well, for instance, uh, you, you, not ready to go. You, you take the win by two, uh, you know, NBA game this past weekend, and you know, it's an unfortunate loss, man. You know, sh- uh, kudos to you guys for getting uh, you game. Know, undefeated all year. Thanks, man. You too. Thank you. But you know, congratulations to you guys for that. Uh, you know, but now, like, like I was saying, man, the pressure's on you guys. You you beat everybody, <laughs> so it's it's your tournament to lose essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah, that's very true. If I hope this is best case scenario in my head. If we lose, best best losing case scenario, cheer up Dusty. Uh upsets, all systems go, upsets, NBA, and then whoever they play in the chip beat them. Yeah. I'm cheering for cheer up Dusty. Yeah. I want him to come out and You you've been on uh the the dusty train uh the last couple weeks man i think yeah. didn't you pick them last week or was that the week before probably i always try to go for i the think underdog. you might have called it yeah 
I yeah. like going for the underdog. You know what I mean? Because when you're right, it's like, oh, damn, it he pays knows off. what he's talking about. Well, imagine if, uh, I mean, if there was any betting on this, man. Um, you Ooh. know, and, and you picked the underdog. Like last week, Dusty versus, you know, uh, Talk of the City. Talk of the City was it's fighting for... It's not crazy odds, but it's up there. It's not that, yeah, it wouldn't... That game in specific wouldn't be the craziest of odds, but even still. So it's still an underdog pick, yeah. Still an underdog scenario, man. But you take the NBA win by two game, for example, Mario, and, you know, uh, like I was saying, man, it's, you know, we we are going out of the regular season, you know, kind of on a low note, which in in when you look at it in, in hindsight, our season, we played a great season. Right. Um, the body works there. The body works there. But now we're going to have, like we were saying, that two weeks off to kind of, you know, stew on that loss. And, you know, we just got to make sure we come out uh, and whoever we play, um, you know, the second week of the playoffs, we just have to play it and just forget about the last game and play our game. You know what I mean? Let the let the game come to us as opposed to trying to murder every ball as a home run or throw it a thousand miles an hour to get a strikeout. Because in theory, we're going to strike out as hitters. And as pitchers, you're not going to find a strike zone. You're going to be inaccurate. So you can't let the stuff rattle you. I know we 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 joke about this, uh, you know, live, uh, you know, on. And Saturdays. then we're in the game. Fuck, god damn it! Well, not even that, but <laughs> we joke about other teams having space, yeah. space in other teams' heads. Yeah. And you know, uh, Saturday that was really our big thing. Is you know, all of us were very frustrated. Oh yeah, that's what I was getting at. Like, dude, I'm telling you, man. Like, I, and it was, and what what frustrated me the most. Okay, so this game. Going into the playoffs, just kind of got to put it in the rear view. We weren't really playing for anything other than just kind of, you know, momentum going into the playoffs and whatnot. But, like, what frustrated me the most was I feel like in the field I had finally had played a pretty sound game, and then my bat just kind of went cold. So I was like, damn, I can't get just – I just couldn't get it, put it all together. Right. And it was just so frustrating where it was like, you know, I know – you know, I know I, I can hit. I'm a hitter. Like, but like, just like you said, man, just trying to kill the ball every bat. And the more you're getting frustrated, you know, the more you're you facing lose focus. A, you're losing. Yeah. The more you're in a deficit, you're more you're in a hole. You start to lose that focus and you get frustrated. And yeah, we just got to kind of go back to playing our game and just focus on chipping away at these teams and then just putting them away at the end. Yeah. Sound pitching, play sound in the field. You know, get on base and just don't leave guys stranded, and I think we'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Um, yeah, that that's a big thing, and is playing mistake-free baseball and situational baseball. Um, you got to know the situations at all times. Uh, that's a big thing. Whether you're a hitter or whether you're a, a fielder or a, a pitcher, you know, no matter what you're doing, you have to know the situations. You know, it can come back and bite you. Um, you know, so... I feel like when we're hitting on all facets, man, you know, when everything's clicking, you know, we're a great team. So I'm not really worried about it. Uh, like I said, you know, just in-game scenarios and situations, you tend to – you you let your emotions get the best of you. And that's – 100%, I feel, yeah. I feel like if we can get that down and keep that in check, the rest is great. The rest is there, yeah, right. Like we said before, the body works there. We just have to now – Tie it in a nice bow and like put it together as a full package. 
Ed Zachary. Ed freaking Zachary. So, uh, you know, recapping that, NBA did, uh, you know, kind of... I mean, just an embarrassing loss. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was. Th- but you know well, what the, sucks? The, score, so, the scoreboard indicated right, embarrassing. It, right. It was like it was like one or two just kind of rough innings, and then we kind of weathered the storm, but we just didn't have enough to get it going, and it was a little too late. Well, our bats were dead. Yeah, our, our bats were completely dead, and that doesn't help either. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it's hard coming back from such a deficit, but I mean, you just got, it's wiffle ball. You know what I mean? You gotta yeah. just persevere and chip away at it you know what i mean yeah yeah because like but a nine nothing game could turn into nine eight before you know it you know what i mean in, that's you know what i mean you that's just need one, one inning. inning right easy because you yeah. guys i mean you know it took one or two innings and you know by the time we were even up to bat i think we got it was already like seven nothing or something like you know what i mean yeah but even yeah. even so there's there's innings where you can score a lot right of runs. in wiffle ball that seven nothing deficit really isn't yeah the worst you know what i mean yeah, I think uh, we were talking about if we do another season of some sort, going with the the inning the, cap. Yeah, the run cap on the innings. Yeah, just so and what just that, moves the, the game faster. Well, it's for entertainment purposes. It moves. I like the game, that. It moves the game faster. And on on a you know other note, if someone's getting blown out right now, we do do a mercy rule, and that would stay in effect. Uh, but if a team's getting blown out after the first or second inning, if teams are, are walking, it kind of just deflates the whole thing. Yeah, it, ta- it takes what, well, and then so putting an inning cap on it takes that right out of the game. And yeah. if someone hits five or six runs in an inning, next team's getting in a bat, and you know it's really it, it's putting it in the hitter's uh, hand. You know, so if I come up and score six runs, you're either gonna match me or you know not or maybe yeah. cut it in half. But if not, then we right. got and you. And then, you know? yeah, and it kind of it kind of allows there to be like a built-in damage control. Exactly. Where yeah. like pitchers are, you know, a pitcher maybe rattled, maybe gives up a couple walks. It kind of gives them a chance to kind of breathe a little bit and, you know, yeah, regroup. Instead of just getting fucking... Because, yeah, because, I mean, it's it's defeating, man. When you, when you, you know, when you give up like seven, eight, nine runs in an inning, it's like it takes the wind right out of your sails. Like, But there is... So... Would you do it at the end of the game, fifth inning, you know, bottom of the fifth, home team's down by seven? No, so usually... Uh, I feel so, like that, you'd probably have to so let them play it out, right? Yeah. As of right now, we actually do do 10 runs. So if that were to come up in the playoffs, and it's just the playoffs, because um, once the playoffs hit, every kind of like those kind of rules kind of go out the window, even in real baseball, right? Um, you know, because y- you let teams play. You know what I mean? In the fifth inning, especially. Yeah. Especially in the fifth inning. Yeah. Even in every game. I mean, especially. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, Fifth inning, like do or die. Like you need to. It's it's the equivalent of like when you're in Little League and like, you know, when you're young, they won't make you play extra innings. They'll just call it a tie. But then when you're older, you got to play extra innings to win. Or you're in the playoffs. You know, you got to play to, you know, try to get a winner. It's kind of the same concept. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, Yeah. So, you know, uh. That was a you know big win by you guys again uh, for getting, you know obviously you guys were going to secure that number one seed regardless, but uh, you know to go undefeated. Now we'll see if you can uh, you know go undefeated you know in the playoffs and and have a perfect season. Uh, there hasn't been many perfect seasons uh, in in any sport, let alone you know wiffle ball slash baseball. Uh, <coughs> Mario, I don't know if you could pull up real fast. Uh, I know this wasn't see what we got. on the notes, but check up uh, how many perfect seasons. I know the Miami Dolphins. I was going to say the 72 Dolphins is the first one that 
I think of. 72 Dolphins was one, but check how many perfect seasons there were, including championships. Now Patriots did it, right? Well, they lost the Super Bowl, though. They, they lost, lost Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot. So, including championships, though, the 72 Dolphins did it. Now, granted, in that time, there was only 12 regular season uh, weeks in football. And then they went, so Patriots had to go 16 weeks and then, like, another three in the playoffs. So the Dolphins were saved in that sense. But um, I don't think there's been many in, in just in sports in general, you know? Yeah, I'm I'm trying to find it now, but like you said before, the Dolphins was the first one I think of. Right, that's kind of the one everybody knows. Well, it, I mean, I mean it, I'm sure I think there's some college basketball teams, maybe. Yeah, but it, I'm talking like D1. I mean, the lowest D2, and right, and really like I mean, maybe a college football team like uh, Alabama. I'd imagine I uh, probably went you know perfect a couple years. Actually, I think they did uh, Alabama uh, just recently too. Uh, with Coach Saban, uh, I mean, obviously every year they're the number one seed and they're just a force to be reckoned with. But um, they're the equivalent to the New England Patriots, if I were to have to make a, yeah. a comparison. Right. Yeah. No, yeah, that's fair. I mean, they, they win a lot. <laughs> does, does, does it... Uh, yeah, check that. I'm, I'm curious to know. I'm, I'm pretty sure Alabama, because they went all the way to the national title Here, let's see. without yeah. a loss. Yeah, that would that would be nice... To be in the same category as as, as a team those. as Alabama, <laughs> you want Bama and the seventy two Dolphins, <laughs> yeah, that caliber. To some extent, the uh, you know New England Patriots up until the Super Bowl, uh, nah, I don't. Yeah, nah, don't want to be. You like want that. the chip? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, I'll take that. I'll be yeah, the I'll Giants take, of 07. Yeah, exactly. And come in and beat you, you know? Exactly. Um, yeah, man. So, but I mean, regardless, it's it. You know, just to be in, in that. You know, conversation is great. Um, so, like I said, again, probably said it like five times already, but congratulations. Uh, you know, our next matchup, we had, uh, you know, a little recap of, uh, you know, all systems go and sweep echo, which was, you know, a huge game, uh, you know, because if, if all systems go, all is all all systems go had to do was just simply win and they got the three seed. But Sweet Echo is, you know, they've been playing great all year. Dan, you know, is a force to be reckoned with. You know, I believe he finished, uh, if I have the stats right here. Actually, let's pull up the stats real fast, shall we, guys? Yeah, let's, yeah, let's see let's that. Oh, let's go over here. So we got the stats. Uh, so I finished with eight homers, 18 ribs, 27 Ks, and shutout. Mario Amadis, two home runs, four RBIs. Nick, four home runs, 10 RBIs, eight strikeouts. We have, uh, we'll go uh, NBA next. We had Mike uh, getting the home run championship. Uh, kudos to Mike. Shout out to Mike for that. Uh, nine home runs, 33 ribs, 15 strikeouts, and a shutout. Brandon, uh, three home runs, 12 ribs, 15 Ks, and a shutout. Adam, six home runs, 19 ribs. Uh, we moved down to all systems go. Matt with two home runs, 10 RBIs. Devin with three homers and six ribs. 29 strikeouts. I mean, he had a hell of a year, hell of a year at uh, the mound, and I believe he got the Cy Young. Yeah, because Dan, with his six homers, 25 ribs, and 27 Ks, tied for second. So me and Dan tied for second uh, in strikeouts. Devin got the uh, Devin got the top on that. He got tw- uh, 29. Um, if we look uh, on some other big uh, number or big names here, we have Justin with one home run. 10 RBIs, 9 strikeouts on the year. Um, for All Systems Go, we have Dean finished with 5 RBIs. Um, obviously, my dad threw the only no-hitter of this year. 
um, filling in for Team NBA. We were talking about uh, Talk of the City earlier. Uh, Dick finished with two home runs. Two home runs. I'm trying to read the RBIs here. 19 ribs. We had Ryan finish with 14 RBIs, two strikeouts. And we had Nick finish with 16 RBIs and 16 strikeouts. So Nice. Yeah, I mean, look, the runs were there, uh, the homers were there, the strikeouts were there. So, uh, you know, shout out to our batting champion, which was Mike with, you know, he got the home runs. and So, in theory, Mike got the triple crown in baseball. Well, the double crown because we don't have three categories for hitting, but he got the home run champ and the RBIs. Yeah. So he got the uh, the double crown here, um, and then Devin got the uh, Cy Young, with yep. 20, finished with 29 Ks. So I mean, I mean, this year was you know filled with stats, filled with a lot of crazy plays. Um, you know, it, it was awesome, man. Um, but yeah, we take it to that All Systems Go and Sweep Echo game, and uh, you know, All Systems Go. I mean, just showed why you know they kind of been a force the last couple of weeks, winning their third straight, eleven to one. That game was called in a ring delay, but we did play the full three innings, so that does count as a win. You know, for uh, all systems go, uh, we were dealing with the elements, a little bit of pollen out there, uh, some thunder, lightning, rain. Uh, but we did get all the equipment inside, so shout out to every... Uh, yeah, thankfully the- yeah. we had enough towels and manpower to get everything broken down. Close call. And yeah. kept dry. Because, yeah, man, it hit out of nowhere. It was like a... First, like you said, it started out with, like, the pollen. It was falling out with, like, hail or something. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the sky opened up and... Yeah, well, luckily, if we waited a second before... Oh, it would have been awful. Th- we wouldn't be podcasting tonight. Let's just uh, uh-huh. let's just leave it at that. <laughs> but! Yeah. Uh, and My then, God, it was bad. <laughs> so, All Systems Go got the best of uh, Sweep Echo, and then we move on to the first game of the day, which was Talk of the City, Cheer Up Dusty. We did mention earlier how Dusty had two subs, uh, you know, which was uh, Dean, or I'm sorry, Devin and Matt. And, uh, you know, they were playing Talk of the City. You know, Talk of the City uh, actually put up some runs. You know, they put up 13. I mean, this final score was 21-13, uh, cheer up Dusty. But, I mean, Talk of the City looked good. Dick was hitting a couple home runs. Uh, you know, Ryan was getting on base and fielding the ball great. Nick pitched well. Um, not the best. I mean, giving up 21 runs. But, I mean, even still hitting the strike zone and, you know, striking some people out. I mean, he had 16 strikeouts. I mean, was up there in the league. Yeah, uh, he, yeah. he and for most of the season, really had you know good composure and didn't let you know giving up a home run or giving up a few walks rattle him. And um, you know, for the most part, they were a pretty consistent team. Like they were always kind of right in that mix for like that third seed. Um, unfortunately, they you know they fell just short of that, but like they really were right there the whole time. I mean, yeah. they're going to be in the playoffs. They're going to you know. Those like three, four, five seeds are all kind of like right in the same, you know, in the mix right there. You know what I mean? I think it's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah absolutely, man. Um, yeah, so I mean, I guess without further ado, uh, we should jump in some highlights, shall we? Yeah, yeah let's, let's, let's like get the highlight reel going. All right, so talking about the uh, talk of the city, cheer up, dusty game. It would be fitting if we did their game first. Uh, let me see here. Make sure everything's good on both ends. All right. So we are in the internet here uh, on some YouTube audio listen, audio listeners. Uh, I encourage everyone to, uh, you know, our Spotify listeners and uh, iTunes listeners and shout out to you guys. Uh, 
you know, make sure to follow on Spotify and, you know, hop over to YouTube, um, you know, if you want to watch the video versions of this podcast, uh, you know, check out every Saturday morning. We are live streaming the games. Um, and like we said, there's uh, three weeks left, uh, you know, and, and a playoff push. So, uh, you know, if you want to hop over uh, our iTunes listeners, if you want to rate review the podcast, uh, let us know what you're thinking. It really helps us out. Um, but without further ado, we got some highlights for you guys. Uh, first, now this was our first highlight here in the Talk of the City Cheer Up Dusty game. It says Dick's Granny. Um, I think Dick's granny, uh, grandmother was out and playing. To, nah, yeah, uh, she had, <laughs> there were so many Grand Slams. Angels in the outfield. <laughs> there were, listen, there were so many, oh, that's horrible. So many Grand Slams this past weekend. Uh, I mean, it, it was crazy, man. And and we're going to uh, kick off the highlight. Yeah, everybody was hitting the ball, man. Hitter's ballpark. Your backyard. For, so yeah. Nick, Nick's on They're the mound. Angry. Yeah, somebody was fired up. We were all fired up. Yeah, I will say, last week was like the most fun crowd engagement. Yeah. Sorry. Not that it's been bad all year. It's been awesome. Like everybody, it's, we've actually had a lot of people hanging out watching the games. It's been cool. Yeah. But like last we week, we were, that. we were all just having a blast with it. Last week, we like just it was something about last week's games that were just I like think, so entertaining. I think we we're all hopped up on Mountain Dew. Oh yeah, probably uh, Red Red Bull and uh, you know some uh, and Sizzlies and some Sizzlies. That's, <laughs> and that's the fuel drinking <laughs> and drinking Miller Lights at you know nine thirty. Yeah. A.M. So I uh, Nick's on the mound. Devin is up to bat. Uh, the sub for Cheer Up Dusty. So this home run won't count. And the, the statue. Actually, I don't think this is the right highlight. To be honest with you guys. Oh, that ripping. thing is yeah, absolutely towering, but foul. Uh, did you give me the six seventeen one? Was it six seventeen, or did I get that wrong? Uh, yeah, I think it's the same at bat. <coughs> oh, I, I think it's 1617. Uh, 1617. Come on, man. Hey, I said rock. it. That ball got smashed, foul. Did yeah, you hear that? Lead the bat? Yeah, 1617. Holy shit, it's like a cannon. Sheesh. Bloody, bloody Tuesday. All right, so we're going to watch Dick's Grand Slam here. You can uh, thank Brandon for the uh, missed timestamp. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dick's gonna send it. Get out of here. Lummy. Take him to breakfast. That's a Denny's grand slam. Mario with the call. All right. Some new uh, visual effects we got Saturday. Working morning. on my sports commentator voice. Yeah, so, doing good. Thank you. That was Dick's second home run that of the year. That ball was crushed. Good job, Dick. That ball was obliterated. A nice tomahawk. 23. Uh, we're going to go to 2320. Uh, so if you want to follow along. What's this one say? So this is Devin takes one and sends one. So this at bat was kind of wild because. Just let it play. Let him, let him see. Let him let, see. Yeah. Yeah. Just let so this greatness play out. For the audio <laughs> listeners. A clear ball. So Devin swing. Right. He's clearly intentionally walking him here because he's tired of giving up, you know, bombs to to you know, Devin's been hitting bombs in all game. Whether that be foul or actual bomb. Right. All game. So he's gonna give him a ball here. Uh the ball passes the strike zone. Devin is gonna wait a second and then swing to give himself a strike. 
The count is now Baker full. Baker. Now we initially, so, yeah, we call it as a walk. Yeah. So if you want to listen to the call, two ball game bases loaded. Oh, you swung at that? Wait, oh, he did shit. He did. Right, because then I picked up on it here. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So I do want to point out on this call, we were encouraging Devin to take him long, and <laughs> it paid off. <laughs> yeah, we are kind of goating him. No, he, he did. He, he swung at the pitch to stay at wow. back. Okay. So at well, this point, Cheer Up Dusty is down, and that's uh, Devin is on playing for Cheer Up okay, Dusty. He is yeah. a sub here. Correct. 5-1 like ball strategy. game. Nick's on this the mound. Kind of Devin's up the bat. 3-2 count. I like it too, man. Hey, get your it. swings. Take them. Take them. And Dick almost had that too, man. Yeah, Dick got some vertical on that one on the yeah. wall. But yeah, that was that but, was I couldn't we couldn't have scripted that in a movie any better. No, nah, that was that was that great. was awesome. <laughs> he got the John Cena music playing in the stadium. Yeah, he did. Um 34-15. We're gonna jump ahead here. Uh this highlight is called Big Bat Matt. Now, if you see what Ryan's doing out there in the outfield, uh, he's doing the talk of the city pose where they do that T. Yeah. And we'll Nick, see. Nick actually, to pitch before this, uh, he, he got a strike. And then Ryan put his hands up. The blowout has just Let's see, this is completely the turned the around. other way. Matt leaving that one outside. I know. It was it. One. Yeah, hold on. That's coming. Let's see. And the pitch. Yeah, right. right down the middle. So, look, you see Ryan out there. Talking to shit. Talking to shit. Up. Talk of the yep. shit talkers. <laughs> uh, and they're actually, Talk of the shitty. They're actually down right now, 9-5, as you guys pitch. can see at the bottom corner. Oh, and then Matt's Matt just going to take one. one. And then just says, oh, fuck yeah, you, and oh. hits him right over Dude, the fucking center field fucking, wall. He leveled that shit. <laughs> that, uh, he that said, was, here's your talk of the city. Talk about this, motherfucker. <laughs> Oh, shit. All right, uh, what's the next one we got? We're jumping ahead here. Uh, what is this? I can't even read my own chicken scratch here. Um, oh, this is... Uh, what does that say? Wa- Bread, milk, eggs? Uh, it, yeah, oh, sorry. Wrong list. Yeah, wrong Put list. Dunkaroos on that. On that oh, dude, they're back. I saw them yeah, a while. They're back. Shout out to dude, Dunkaroos. They're fucking amazing. All right, okay. Let's not get too sidetracked. Devin's solo home run here. That's not going to count. Be sure to stay tuned after this ball game. Oh, high. Wow, that was a high pitch, too. Absolutely crushed. Another tomahawk. Yeah. Long for a second home they run. seem to be the most effective like in wiffle ball. Because yeah. a couple of home runs I hit, too, were similar pitches. Yeah. Because it kind of just sails them. It kind of guides them right out. You know yeah. what I mean? It doesn't take much, dude, to take that ball out. Yeah, you almost just got to like lay your bat out there. Like Every time I like, swing too hard, I always strike out. Or I hit like a... Dinky little grounder. Yeah. It's frustrating. We're going to watch in this at bat. Devin is up. Nick is still pitching. Devin's going to get his third home run of this game. Yeah. 13-8 ball game. Cheer up, Dusty's winning. And the windup, the pitch. Oh, another high one. Yeah. It's almost the same swing. Wow. I mean. (laughs) I was just, Wow. (laughs) Like a little kid in his first game, just whoa. <laughs> and that ball is out of here. That ball's out of here, home run. So that was the uh, talk of the city cheer up Dusty game. Uh, 21-13 final. Dusty is going to get his first win after week seven. Uh, like we said, Dusty was really coming along at the end of the season. And, you know, uh, for him to pick up his first W was big. Heading into the playoffs, get his morale. Yeah, uh, huge confidence booster. Huge confidence booster, man. 
Um, so, you know, that, that, that was big, man. And, and again, it like our game, you know, uh, losing the NBA, you don't want to lose and then go into the yeah. playoffs on and, a low note. And Dusty, you know, obviously it's right in the name. He's the heart and soul of that team. So that was big for them. Big win. Some could say he was the only one representing his team. Some can that. say he is the Dusty and cheer up Dusty. Uh, I don't know that that might be crossing the line. Well, I mean, li- I, mean li- I mean, literally, he was the only one there. <laughs> no, yeah, and yeah, yeah, can't argue with that. So, uh, guys, uh, that and gals, li- and gals. Well, I was talking to you guys, but uh, so that's gonna leave talk of the city finishing. I don't know how to approach that one now. Yeah, are you? It's twenty twenty one. How do you we a- approach that? Are you assuming my gender? Listen, man. Did you uh, just call me man? I I just uh, ref- you I, better I, pick I, your words very <laughs> choicely. There's a there's a copyright strike. Is this is this because you got the wrong timestamp wrong? Man? Yeah, 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 yeah. You had to come back. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't. Man, it sucks because like Mar- nowadays Mario's you can't like, whoa, you can't whoa. touch that with a ten foot pole. Well, Mario, I like what you do, man. Uh, you're like Switzerland in this. Uh, hey, yikes! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in this scenario, I'm just gonna sit back and let the fireworks <laughs> go off. In every scenario, fuck. Um, yeah. So <laughs> we we got uh, talk of the city. Obviously, losing like we said, uh, locking up though the four seed. They will play uh, here. We'll go to that graphic here. We're on graphic. Here we go. Talk of the city first week of the playoffs. Play sweep echo, and cheer up Dusty first week of the playoffs. Plays all systems. Go, which by the way, uh, all systems go is in the studio uh, this week. So yeah, excited to hear what they're cooking up. Hell yeah, check those guys out. They will be dropping some new music uh, coming soon. Um, Shall we get into more highlights, gentlemen? Yeah, let's keep going. Let's get it started in here. As one Fergalicious said once. Um, So we're gonna jump into the win by two NBA game, and I mean it really wasn't that much of a game um you know not if mike had something to do with it this past weekend like i said earlier uh on the podcast mike uh you know cleaning up getting the double crown since there's no three categories in hitting yeah. getting the double crown winning the home runs and rbi categories now uh you know you guys were just all year man it didn't matter who you played you guys put up at least nine runs or more in every game because just no yeah. easy outs with you guys. Nine yeah. runs was the lowest, and I remember that because that that was rivalry week where you played us and you beat us nine eight. But that was the lowest amount of runs you've given up. I'm pretty sure. Or yeah, you, you I scored. Think, I think Dusty held us to I think only like eleven. Right, but that's Maybe, even yeah. still that's higher. Yeah, yeah, but still. Wow, no man, you guys, kudos. You guys really like you know your bats were just unbelievable. Yeah, thank you. And you guys um, were all solid pitchers too. Like you and I know you and Mike were trading off games. You guys both, you know, had great years on the mound. Yeah, I don't know, Mike. I feel like Mike was doubting his confidence in the middle of the season because I feel like I pitched like two or three games in a row, and then your dad pitched, and then he obviously he pitched the first game, I think, Mike, and then uh, I don't. He wanted to pitch this game, so you know, I let him do his thing. Well, we're going to watch Mike here. Uh, this was the first inning. Uh, NBA had scored their first run, run off a walk. Bases are loaded here. Uh, now, I believe I don't think we went over this stat, but I believe in the Talk of the City Cheer Up Dusty game, there was about three Grand Slams hit. Bases loaded here for Mike. We're going to watch like the fourth Grand Slam of the day here. First inning. Mike's up to bat. Nick's Talk on the mound. Let's see slams. what happens. Oh. There it is. There that is a Grand Slam for Mike. 
Wow. I mean, he's just got un unbelievable power. And if, if wow. we rewind this again, this is just a flat ball. I mean, just, I mean, what are you going to do about that, man? That's just, look at him. It's right in his wheelhouse. Yeah, that's, that's right down Broad Street. <laughs> oh. There it is. That's that his, that's his pitch to hit right there. That, that was a line drive, but that shit went. Yeah, and he put it. Yeah, line, like he just lined that right in the gap, and we just kind of had to watch it go out. So, uh, I, bl I I forget what inning this was. It might have been the third because I might I think I held you guys in the second inning without a run. But um, we we had a pitching change pitching change early. Um, you know, early in the first, I came in, and you know, it just wasn't our day. I'll leave it at that. Uh, I'm on the mound. Mike's up at bat. Let's see what happens. Oh, and that was actually a nice pitch. Two run shot. If you, you watch, saw that up, yeah. If you watch this pitch again here, we'll break it down. It's still that same spot, though. It's still the same spot, but like the break on it. Was, it, it does break it, a little bit, it right? It wasn't as flat. Right there. Yeah. See, it kind of it kind of dips down and in a little shot. bit, and then yeah. But, but still, like, he just got a hold of it, you know. Like you said, that that's his wheelhouse. Yeah. Like that's you, his, that's his wheelhouse. Now we know we're not the pitching. Yeah. <laughs> we got the game footage now, you fuck. Yeah. I uh, feel like the pitches you got to throw to Mike are like, you know, you got to get him like low it inside and just, and just jam him. Or, yeah, just jam him. Yo, can go going back to the first highlight that uh, Nick was pitching, I kind of, I was not like, uh, I, was, I was excited for him to pitch off of it. I feel, or shit, I can't get my fucking words right. It's all right. It happens to the best of us. Yeah. But no, I was excited to uh, to face him as a pitcher. Yeah, and uh, he didn't have the best day either, unfortunately. Which was but pretty bizarre because the week before that he had he was yeah. lights out. Yeah, lights his out. highlights were looking dirty. Crazy. I think Crazy. I think what happened to him is what John we were talking about earlier. I think he just kind of got in his head. He gave up a couple walks early, and then from there just kind of wasn't the same. It, yeah, it rattled yeah. him. But yeah, normally, you know, he's great. I mean, you guys are both starting pitcher, starting yeah. caliber pitchers. Hopefully, yeah. we get to play you guys again. Yeah, hopefully, man. I mean, the only thing, the only time it would, if that were to happen, it would have to be in the championship. Yeah, and then that, I mean, anything can go because it's a series. Yeah, so yeah, we shall see. With uh, the ball, World Series. So, yeah, we're jumping ahead here. One forty-seven twenty-eight. We're gonna watch Mike's not one, not two, but third home run here. I'm on the mound again. Like we were saying, it just wasn't. Oh, and that was just right down. And there, oh man, if I was like two inches taller, I might have been able to rob that too. Oh, and that's Mario, but I, I don't. Nah, that thing's gone. <laughs> we're gonna zoom. In. We're gonna zoom in here, bro. Uh, like on post, your vertical man is about six inches. Listen, it ain't about the vertical. It was just I got I got long wow. arms. Wow. And I might have been able to get a fingertip if I was like a little bit taller. It's if about I was like, if I was like six one or two. It's about the effort. Yeah, yeah it's all it about is, effort. Yeah, no, 100%. It is about the effort. Yeah, no, I have I have no vertical, though. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. I, I can, I'm can. i not even flexible, let alone... It's, especially that one, because you're kind of going like... You know what I mean? It's kind of like backwards. Yeah, you kind of have to just jump and then just extend backwards and hope you get a fingertip on it. And maybe, yeah. you know, maybe at least Tip keep it, it in, in play. Yeah. Yeah, like, I found it's a, it's a little easier to rob the ones where you kind of have to, like... It was kind of like the one, I, the one I had in the All-Star game where I kind of kept it in play. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of like that. that where you just kind of kind of to go for it and just take a chance on it. Right. But that, yeah. yeah, I mean, that thing was just towering. And by the time it dropped, I like you said, I I have a vertical of maybe two inches. Yeah. <laughs> so that I had no chance. 
Uh, we're jumping to our next highlight here. Now, going into this week, I was the league leader in strikeouts. Uh, you know, I was going for that strikeout title. Obviously, I was facing the uh, you know best team in the league. I did uh, weathered the storm a little bit too in this game. A little bit, uh, yes. You know, uh, but you know, as ne- best as you could, as best I could. Nevertheless, uh, you know, I didn't wind up getting the strikeout uh, total, but. We're going to watch uh, one of my strikeouts here. Uh, I'm on the mound. Brandon is up the bat. Just an outside pitch here. And, you know, uh, that is all she wrote. One Brand- <laughs> Brandon's yeah. face on that is like, dude, please, wish, please don't put arm- this on the highlights. I wish my arms were a little longer. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was just an outside brutal pitch. Yeah, sometimes my mind my mind plays tricks on me. And I'm uh, like, all dude. right, this is hitting the... I was like, this is hitting the corner. I got to swing at it. They're the worst. We're jumping ahead here. 131, or I'm sorry, 151-14. Jump ahead with us. NBA is winning at this point 9-0. Nick's up the bat. Mike's on the mound. Pitched a stellar performance on Saturday. We're going to watch him get Nick on a... Oh, man, that was just a dirty low and away curve. Yeah, 152.03. We will move ahead here nice and quick. Yeah, uh, that, that's a hard pitch. That is a tough pitch, man. And I was trying to let, uh, you know, even myself, I was trying to do this, Mario and, and Nick. You know, when, when someone's on like that, you got to know to let them throw you a strike first. Yeah. Don't go chasing. Don't give them, you know, the up in the count scenario. You know? Yeah, especially when you're having a day where your bats are kind of cold and you're just kind of yeah. playing into the pitcher's hand a little bit. and You want to you want to leave those, you know yeah. what I mean? You want to let the pitcher throw yeah. your strike first. And, uh, yeah, eventually yeah. you're going to make a mistake. Yeah, because then, you know, if he's down in the count, then he has to come to you, you know, from every pitch. Yeah, on. then you're overthinking it and you're throwing it away. You're, yeah, right. you're losing your control. So we're gonna watch here, uh, one fifty two oh three, another strikeout by Mike. Oh, I thought this pitch was gonna go outside, and I left it. Oh my god! And it caught like the white PVC, and I was just like absolutely distraught. So, so, <laughs> so for audio listeners, Mario is up the bat here. Uh, kind of take us through this at bat. I mean, here, uh, we'll, we'll kind of back up here and, and go through the at bat, the entire at bat. Um, and you kind of take All right, it. so th- at this point in the game, I'm just trying to get so going. Right now, because like you, you, you just got a nice base hit. I'm on base. So now, you know, we just need something getting going. I'm having a kind of a rough day at the plate, and just kind of, you know, just just want to make contact. Just want to get on base, do something here. So Mike, with the first pitch, there's a ball. Good. So I'm like, listen, I'm going to let him pitch to me. I'm going to let it come to me. Second pitch. Got to swing at that one. Right. Got to so, swing at that. On, on, if you took the first ball, you yeah, but we're down 9 nothing. You, you take the first ball, you you let him throw you a strike. Until he throws you a strike. Right. Let him, let him. I, sh- I could have laid off on that one. But that one I kind of took. It was right over the plate. But So, okay. So now we got a 1-1 count. That there, I just tried. Swinging I just, for the fences. Swinging for the fences. Should have took some off that swing. I mean, you can hear it. You can hear the bat literally whistle. Look where your head's at. Right. Literally. The ball's down here. Your head's up here. Yep. And then now it's over here. Yeah. The ball's down here. Literally literally pointing at where I'm trying to kill it, which is over the center field wall. One, two count. And just throws you that nasty curve. And it just dropped. And I thought it was going to go outside, low and away. And I was just like, watched it come in. And it hit, like, literally, like I said, it hit, like, the white PVC pipe on the strike zone. I was just like... Dude, this is not going to be my day. Right. (laughs) 
That was when I knew it was not going to be my day. We'll have better days, man. Um, yeah, no worries, man. Like you said, this game, at the end of the day, didn't mean anything in the score sheet, so on the stat sheet, so we're fine. Yeah. Uh, our next highlight here, jump ahead, 159.03. Really, this is the only mistake that Mike did make uh, on the day pitching. Nick's up the bat. He's going to throw him a strike. One more. The next pitch. Outside. Oh, that was really outside. Yeah, that was way. Uh, did he, I don't even think he fully swung. He kind of just put the bat out there and just perfect connect. Well, and right on the barrel. That and we were talking about this. We were all swinging to, to kill the ball, right? This is a perfect example here when you don't kill the ball and you're just trying to make contact because his his hands are throwing like he, he threw his hands. Right. He, he doesn't. I, have, he has no weight or no torque in his hips on this. But he just threw his body just out. Bats just kind of guiding the ball right out. And just with the sure contact, he takes it out. Makes Yeah, makes that's nice a, contact, connects switch. right on the barrel, and bam, right out of the park. Solo shot there. And at that point, that was really something we needed because we were just, we, we couldn't get anything going. And just that little spark gave us kind of a chance. It gave us some hope. Right. It kept us, you know. It kind of brought the spirits back up a little bit. You know, you needed that. And, you know, Nick, especially after the way he kind of got frustrated with himself pitching, that was a good boost for him, too. Right. Because it kind of got his head back in the game a little bit. So that's how the cookie crumbles. NBA, uh, you know, defeats win by two, 13 to one. Uh, you know, it, it's always a good game when we play each other. And hopefully we do see you guys again. Uh, you know, but like yeah, I said, and I, nice. will, I will reiterate this. So for Mike and Adam and for Brandon, it's your guys' tournament to lose. And, and, and what you do with that is on you. And I'm not putting any pressure on you, but I am. Hey, man, all I know is I'm going to say this on behalf of Win by Two. I hope we get to play the trilogy game. That's all I want to say. Oh, yeah. that. See? That's going to be fun because it's going to, you know, we're going to have to at least play two games in one day. You know what I mean? And, you know, fatigue might set in. And at that point, anything can happen. So it's going to be, that'll be interesting. Even with any, even with any other team, um, you know, some teams that only have one pitcher, it might be a little hard going back to back. Right. So. Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, you know, it'll be interesting, man, to, to see, uh, you know, having two pitchers. A couple teams have them around, you know, with Sweet Echo. Uh, they have Johnny and, yeah. you know, Dan, obviously, with, um, you know, NBA with, you know, you and Mike. And, you know, with us, me and Nick. Yep. Uh, it's important to have a bullpen, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Should be interesting. Should be very interesting. Uh, but shall we jump into more highlights, gentlemen? Yeah, yeah. let's keep it rolling. Got the last game up. We got the last game. Game up. three. Let's go over here to two thirty one ten. Let me the get late this game set up here. Yeah, the late game. I mean, shout out to everyone who stuck around and watched this, by the way, because this uh, stream did. Shout out to everyone late. who watched that mini hurricane start. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll get to that too. Uh, I mean, this was. Uh, great for entertainment purposes. And also, before we get into this too, shout out to the live chat this week. You guys were popping off. That's what I mean. Man. That's what we want every week. Every that was week. great. The engagement was awesome, and we'll go. We're, we're going to engage too. Like I was in the comment section. I know John, you were in yeah. there a little bit. Brandon, I think you were in there even the week you were in Florida, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. man. Like every, we're gonna we'll be in there talking. So get in there and you know talk some shit, gentlemen. Another shot before we continue. Let's do it. Let's do it. I know we're uh, small screened right now for our uh, viewers here, but uh, 
pass that down. But for our audio listeners, uh, you know, it's if it wasn't five o'clock twenty minutes ago, maybe it's five o'clock somewhere now. Sit down, have a shot with us, enjoy, you know, uh, our soothing voices. I got some. All right, John. Well, what are we drinking? Show the uh, fine listeners oh, yeah, what we got tonight. Oh, yeah, we bust out what on the menu was. Tonight. Yeah, dude. On tonight's menu. You got to give them the drink menu. If they're going to come and sit with us at our, you know, in the paint podcast, they got to know what's on the menu. We have some basic bitch, uh, Jim Beam, uh, Kentucky <laughs> Straight Bourbon. Uh, listen, Jim Beam can't go wrong listen, with Listen, Jim Beam's been my friend for years. He's all right. I do. I love Jim, man. He can uh, drink here anytime. I love Jim. <laughs> do you guys uh, know Jim's favorite pet? The buffalo. <laughs> All right. The buffalo, man. Gotta love the buffalo. I know... Uh, buffalo. We have plenty of buffalo on this show. Oh, we have plenty of buffalo. But uh, yeah, cheers, uh, ladies and buffalo. gentlemen, to, to the buffalo. Cheers to the buffalo. Man. That'll put some hair on your chest, huh? It goes down surprisingly smooth. So, 231.30. We're going to watch... Dan was in contention with myself and Devin for the strikeout lead of the year. The Cy Young of this wiffle ball season. We're going to watch here. 231-30. Dan's first strikeout Big of the day. Big breaking ball. Matt Peza up the bat. Really earning the nickname Big Bat Matt and Big Fielding, Big Fielding Matt Yeah, Peza really well. just an all-around solid, solid, solid second half of the season. Really nice body of work from Matt Peza. Big bat Matt Peza up the bat. Can he go... To Denny, Dan is just Ooh, that pitch right. is nasty. Looks like Denny's is closed. Battle. That wasn't yeah. the strikeout. They though. needed it. They were they were pretty backed up. The <laughs> hour away. Denny's here today. <laughs> yeah, they were cold coming in this game. Oh. Wow! Oh, that was wow. a nasty. Do you pitch. see the stare off by Dan at the end of that? No, I missed. Let me see. Play, up, play back. Play Watch back. This. Oh, oh, oh! He said, "Are you not entertained?" <laughs> oh my God! And Matt, you know, as humble as Matt is, just walks back, and Dan is just yeah. like, "Wow, I will throw strikes all day, you motherfucker!" That, dude, that was a nasty. No. Pi- oh, oh! John, John comes in, rings <laughs> him up. Did I ring him? Oh, yeah, you came in, said. rang him up. Look, no, get out! Right, you're out today. Leaving the. <laughs> That's great. Uh, two thirty-four on the dot. We're gonna watch uh, Devin, who did get the Cy Young. Uh, we're gonna watch him, you know, dealing here. Two thirty-four. Vince is up the bat. Devin's on the mound. Nothing, nothing. Ball game and the pitch. Oh, that oh. <laughs> oh, that's Vince. I mean, there's just really nothing you could do oh. about that. I mean, look where that ball is gonna hit on this outside. Oh PVC. my god! Vince, yeah, he sees it. He's look, like, look, shit. And, he, and he watched it in too, man. He's like, great. I, now, I don't think Great you watch it in, Mario. No, no, but I mean, no, no, His no. eyes are closed. Oh, I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about, look, <laughs> oh, watch Devin. Devin on the mound. <laughs> oh, yeah, look at Devin. His his delivery on that pitch. It's lined up perfect with the ball. Was absolutely flawless. Look where Devin's at. It's lined up perfectly, like, with the ball. Like, you know yeah. that you know that guy who does, I forget his name, is like uh, Cor, uh, Pat Court Cor, or something. I don't know. But he does that, uh, like, inside the uh, numbers with sports, and he's on ESPN, and if someone... Jumps up, he's like, there was like a eight percent chance. Yeah, yeah. It's like that. I mean, those analytics. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that. <laughs> Vince. Wow. Struck out. I need a pop of Tylenol out here today. Brand, what was going on <laughs> in the booth? Brand, you all right, man? Uh, there was just a bunch of Tylenol out there, and you know, I I shouted out Tylenol earlier. You know, 
you know, any, anybody having a headaches, they clear up our headaches. You know, we're not sponsored. We don't ask for any money, but shout out to Tylenol that was out there. I'm going to shout it out. We're usually against lobbyists and big corporations and stuff like right. that. But Tylenol, right. if you're listening. What's up? We all have really, really bad headaches. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Especially after the podcast. We're going to jump to our next highlight here. 242.14. Tylenol, what's up? Big bat. Matt is up. Oh, this is. Oh. Tylenol sponsored home run that, of the week. <laughs> that was the. Yeah, exactly. Oh. John just walking out of the field. <laughs> well, we were having fun. By game three, we were having fun. It was rain in pollen. It was rain in thunderstorms. Yeah, dude. We were having a blast. We were chilling behind home plate, having a good old time. Shit was popping off. So let's break down this play for our audio listeners and even our viewer listeners, because I don't know if you guys know what just happened. Whoa, 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 whoa. Weekly breakdown. We're going to watch Vince out there in right field. Uh, Matt Peza is up the bat. Dan is on the mound. Triple play. In the box. Going. Matt's going to just take this one opposite field. Vince has his hand in his ear. <laughs> I think he's, right yeah, I think he's picking his ear or something. <laughs> Looking for the earwax. Maybe that could help, uh, you know, like pine tar. Maybe, wait, maybe he's... Okay, so I think he's got a little, like a, like an AirPod or something in his ear. And Oh, he's oh they're music. cheating. And oh, they're oh. telling him, listen, Bill listen. Bill Belichick. They're, they're telling him, listen, throw the game. <laughs> <laughs> You want, you know, we got big money on this, man. Just do your job and you're going to get a nice cut. Triple play is in effect. Triple play. In the box. Oh, Matt. So Vince almost has almost it Almost has a din in it, din in it he's type got, play. He's got both hands on it right here. But instead he makes a play that warrants the uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm music. I mean, this will go down in history. Oh, As oh, he just oh, lofts it over the fence. Wow. Watch it in full here. Ball's hit. That was staying in the park. That was a mean triple. Denny's is running out of it. Wow. Harry the K just came back and made a call. Yeah, he did. He's like, I got to get in on this podcasting thing. Uh, we're going to jump ahead here to our next highlight, and we're going to watch uh, Dan deal a little more. 252-21. Uh, Dean's up to bat. Let's see what happens. Uh, my Sometimes my space bar. Dean rocking the classic AI Sixers jersey. Love it. Great look. Ooh. Ooh. And another one tonight. Oh, nice wow. Like oh, Dean's out. up to bat. Dan's on the mound. There it is. Yeah. Finally, that. And it was a battle. I mean, you know, Dan was trying to battle to get the Cy Young uh, award here at the end of the season. So it was a back and forth all game. Threw some gas on that pitch. Yeah. Three oh seven oh eight. We're gonna jump to our next highlight. And Imagine Dragons had a song about this. Um, oh, you're calling me out. What? I'm calling you out. Oh well, you calling did. you out. Oh, you made the call like that, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, you mentioned this? Was, okay. Oh, good, I was, good, good, I, I good was segue. Out, good job, guys. I was jamming out to, to Imagine Dragons. Oof. Well, what I what we mean by this, the lightning and the thunder. Lightning and the thunder. So, check this out. Yeah. Now, mind you, we have inside grade studio equipment that on a weekly basis we haul outside. And 
you know, by no means are we a production crew, but shout out to everyone who is able just our to little crack staff we have that shows up at yes. like yeah all, nine all o'clock. <laughs> that's a <laughs> set everything up. That's the, dude, that's a perfect way to describe it. Our crack staff, the crack team, the the yeah, the, the, the B side crack team. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, shout out to them. It's a shout out to everyone. You know, I know you guys help out every week, and everyone else. You guys know who you are, who help out. I mean, it's a it's a production, man. At the end of the day, and the more people that are on it. You know, the quicker things and the smoother things can go, especially when things we like this happen. Oh, oh. And the thunder. Lightning. And the thunder. That's why you did the magic. Oh, yeah. It's gonna come down. It's gonna I, come I, down. I, I was just thinking about that because I'm like, oh, that's actually kind of fitting. Yeah. Uh, we're going to jump to our next highlight here. 307 uh, 38. 307 38. What's going to happen here, uh, folks? I'll tell you what. Devin's going to get all this one. 10-1 ball game. As you guys, our viewers, if you're watching, you could see the rain coming down. I'll rewind just a tad here. You could see the rain coming down. We're like moments away from having a heart. I'm having a mini heart attack uh, this whole time here. I'm wanting to call this maybe five, ten minutes earlier. Everyone was telling me to hold on. I, I, I listened until I couldn't listen anymore. <laughs> Got like every towel out of your bathroom and like covered all the cameras. And the home run oh, for Devin. No. Oh, and Devin's no. going to send that oh. one. That thing got absolutely launched into the next door neighbor's yard. What the first home run in the rain. Yeah, f yeah, first home run in the rain is right. We're going to go to our last highlight here of the game. Devin was so, absolutely dealing. There, there's more. Oh, uh, there is more. Yeah, you're, you're an absolute madman. It was raining, and you had two tons of high grade recording equipment outside, and you're still the show must go on. The show must go on. I love on. the attitude. John yeah. held out to the like literal very last second. Like well, we were joking about this the, all year. Like if if we can get out of this tournament unscathed and the equipment works after the tournament, and we can go on continuing and just leaving the equipment in here after wiffle ball until season two comes along, then that's a win in my book. That's a win for everybody, yeah. So, like, mm -hmm. listen, I seen it coming. It started raining pollen, and I even said to myself, I was like, when it starts raining pollen, you know a thunderstorm's about to probably happen, and then all of a sudden, the floodgates open, and, you know, my heart started to, like, palpitate, you know, <laughs> out of my chest. Dude, they cut the cameras on me before I could finish the outro. That's Yo, hilarious. Yo, you mentioned uh, being a production team. Everybody scattering to break everything down and get it into the house was like the most we've ever looked as like a production team. Like yeah. that looked like a news crew breaking down a broadcast and just like, you know, it, it was it was instant. It was like in five minutes we had the whole thing done. Yeah, and, not even. And it was just cool to watch. Like everybody like had a part in it. The so sun here feels this great. This is the last highlight here. Still a nice system. day. Oh. Sweet echo game. Look. Devin's going to get Vince once again. And the final score of this game, due to the rain out, uh, it went, I believe, four innings. Yeah, I think they got to like the top of the fourth. Yeah, I believe it went four innings. And uh, so the final score of that game, all systems go, winning 11-1 over Sweet Echo, securing that number three seed, playing Dusty in the first round of the playoffs. Now, if we go over here to our handy-dandy standings here... 
Anyway, uh, playoffs. Uh, awesome girls playing cheer up Dusty. Sweet back girls playing talk of the city. Win by two. We'll play the highest seed available. NBA will play the lowest seed available. So that is the highlights for uh, this week. We do have the top and not top. Shall we get into them real fast? Bang that out. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So we're going to jump to our first. What do you guys want to do? Actually, not top or top. I feel like we always do not top. But yeah, continue I think that. we I think let's we mix it up. Let's mix yeah. it up this week. You yeah, mix I'm not about mixing week? it up. Damn, I got not top already queued. Oh, all right. All right. right. We'll, 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 we'll keep it. going. All right. All right. Our first not top of the day. Let's see what we got here. First triple, yeah, this is the first triple play of the year. And now you might be thinking to yourselves, why is that a not top play? Well, because we were talking about knowing the situations earlier. And, you know, Mario's up to bat. First and second here. There's nobody out. Win by two was threatening. Let's just watch what happens. Triple play is in effect. Yeah, this is really a, uh, a not top on the yeah. batter side. See how that would work out. Tough one, man. Just didn't get it enough on it. First Chopped it right to him. First of all, this was first pitch swinging. To Mississippi. To Mississippi. Oh! Did he get it off in time? Mario, I mean, geez, man. Yeah. Uh, that's it just, just sucks because that it just sucks face. too because it was like that pitch was right over the plate, so that's why I took it. And I just like undercut it a little bit and just chopped it right back to him. I was just like. Uh, right in the yellow box. Just that was yeah. like the, that was the icing on the cake for my you know rough day at the plate. Yeah. Our next not top play, we're gonna go to two thirty-seven thirty-nine. Can't see that. I forgot about that. Is that a jaw? Is that a jaw? Dan's pitching. Dean's up the bat. The sheet metal. Dan throws about eighty-seven. <laughs> yeah, he's cooking. Keep right that in mind with a wiffle ball. What little play? Would it bit a plastic coming 87? That Isn't one already big. coming towards wow. him. Yeah, you did. The they uh they weren't counting a lot, I don't think. Ooh. Ooh. So what you guys just heard. My jaw hurts. <laughs> oh. oh that was bad first. Was that bad first though? <laughs> That's all he could think of. Was that bad first? Adam's just trying to keep it honest. Adam's like, listen, he's fine. Was that bad? <laughs> Did that tip? <laughs> Let's watch this one more time. Oh, Can wait, just free, freeze frame it before it yeah. hits him, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I just want to, like, take a moment to, like... Hear it whistle. Oh, oh wait, wait. Come on, you got to go back one second. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Look, like, the veins in his neck are just pop... Oh. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> That sucks. Oh, it's it's like it, the anticipation is uh, making me like. I don't think. Right. Oh. oh. <laughs> everybody, oh. everybody went. Oh. It's like a car wreck. You just can't look away. <laughs> We're gonna go uh, to our next not top play. Uh, Dean, thank you for lending oh, your jaw out. Shout out to Dean. We're gonna go to thirty-three, thirty-five. Butterfingers. Dean looking like the crimson chin out there. <laughs> Got a glass jaw. 33-35, Butterfingers. Who's got the Butterfingers here? Uh, somebody. Let's see who that is. Definitely someone. Let's see who that's. You better not is. lay a finger on my Butterfinger. So we got the Talk of the City Cheer Up Dusty game here. 8-5 ball game. Devin's up the bat for Cheer Up Dusty. Nick is on the mound for Talk of the City. Pitch is thrown. Ball's oh, hit. Devin's. Nick's got it. Nick's going to try to run over and get that from the pitcher's mound. 
Oh, Devin's. Ooh. He's got it right there. Yeah, he made a great play on it. Like, great, t- you know, great reaction and, you know, sprinted right to it. Just oh, couldn't they secure can't get it. it. They oh, cannot get out of the inning. Oh, look at Devin with the. Oh, yeah, bitch. Oh, yep. Devin. Devin just having oh, his they way. <laughs> they cannot get out of the inning. Wow. Like a mic drop. We are seeing something else here, folks. So cheer up, Dusty fans. Your team is looking good right now. Nine-five <laughs> ball game. One twelve oh one. Our fair, last fair ball. not Double top play, play of the day. Now we're playing with a ball. This not top play is called with. Yo. Oh. Ball sit off the house. Matt Pez is up the bat. Nick's on the mound for talk to city. Double Dick's gonna try to field it. He's gonna get the first play, out. He's going to run up. No, now, oh, Dick's, got, oh. Dick's got speed. Because Dick does, the, yeah, he was hauling ass, man. In the, you matter, see that? In the matter of two seconds. Yeah, he, he was up there. Double play, one, one Mississippi. Mississippi. So he, right at two Mississippi, he's already passed the pitcher. And he gets a, he, three Mississippi. He goes past the line. He looks like he's lined up. With <laughs> looks like he's tossing out a Pokeball or something. <laughs> Look at Matt. He's like, oh, bloody like 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 his Charizard's about to pop out, <laughs> and then just totally whiff it. I mean, come oh, on, you got to do better than that. Come on, man. Fair ball. Good attempt. Play one good first. I mean, out. good scoop on the ground. Right. Oh, it's like. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and you hear Adam. He says it all. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that has been this week's not top play. The final week's not top plays of the week. We're going to go right into our top plays of the week. 20408 is what's going to lead us off. 20408, let me just scroll here. Uh, 20402, that's fine enough. Mike's up the bat. I'm on the mound. Top play of the week. One-handed grab by myself. As always. <laughs> oh, one. Thanks, Mike. Ooh, and you had another ball in your hand, too. That's pretty impressive. Rips it oh, in. what a play. Shine. I was getting that with one hand. Good scoop. Thanks, man. Oh, in. what a play. Ooh, close one. Nice wow. concentration. Let's watch that one more time, shall we? Hits off the body first. I ha- regained Already my looking it right in the face. Yep. Oh, what Kept a your play. eye on it. Wow. Nice. Four. What are, we, what are we at here? Uh, Next top play, 41-30. 41-30. Matt's glove. Big bat. I do want to say honorary mention to me. I did make a nice catch of the wall that got cut you off did? from the yes, camera. Yes, Matt. Uh, Mario, I knew you had to throw that in there. You sandbagging something. Not to bitch. toot my own horn, but... Beep, fucking beep, dude. Holy shit. No, but in all seriousness, check it no, out. No, I'm just uh, kidding. But. He had a great play, but it's just... I mean, it was on camera, but the cat, the actual catch wasn't. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, man. I couldn't grant you it's that. It's okay. Time. I just feel like we've been shitting on me all day. I had to pick myself up a little bit. Listen, man. It's not... Nah, I had a, nah I'm just kidding, dude. You know what I mean? It's, I, had a rough, I had a rough one, man. We all did. We all did. We all have those kind God, of... Oh, and one. Just wasn't my day. Let's watch Matt's glove here. Matt's glove's been pretty stellar. Ball one here. This is... Yeah, Matt really earning the uh, big fielding Pez oh, nickname. Be the double play they He's need. Get a double One Mississippi, two Mississippi. Almost gets it. Almost went back to the mound. Almost forgot about the double play, and then had great awareness to like. Quickly turn around and so he's not even really th- accurate throw. Yeah, he's not even thinking about this here. I didn't even I didn't even see this. Play. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe if the crowd kind of made him look, react to it or his teammates. But look, so he gets the ball right there. Now the one Mississippi starts. Mississippi, two Mississippi, and doesn't realize two. it until almost he's, two and a half. He just 
turns and and guns a perfect throw. Perfect. Now, if you guys remember last week, Matt actually made the top plays uh, because uh, he made a double play to end the inning when they were playing Dusty to go in the extras, and then Devin sent that uh, extra inning home run. The walk-off. The walk-off home run. Exactly. So that's back-to-back weeks with Matt uh, getting a double uh, play there. Uh, our next top play here, we're going to go to 211.40. 211.31, that's close enough. I'm on the mound. Mike's up the bat. And Mike is just going to secure the home run champ with a swing Yeah, Mike had a good day at the plate, man. Nine home runs on the year for Sir Mike. Wow. And he knew it as soon as he hit it. Four more for NBA. Grand Slam. I mean, there was like seven Grand Slams this past week. Yeah, what was up with that? Everybody hit Grand Slams this week. Kind of wild. Denny's was uh, running out of... (laughs) Running out of eggs. Running out of breakfast. We're going to jump to our final top play of the week, 254.01. Let's see what happens here. Devin, again, Devin was uh, fighting for the Cy Young award-winning trophy here, and we're going to watch him secure that bag. Tyler's up the bat. Tyler's always best dressed in the league. Oh, no, (laughs) not. With that, it's going to get the strikeout. Tally the the most strikeouts, uh, you know, in the regular season this year, and with that, ladies and gentlemen, we conclude the wiffle ball. All right, finally, that's a wrap on the regular season. That is a wrap, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure to tune in uh, next Saturday. Uh, the playoffs do start. Uh, you know, we start off with All Systems Go playing Cheer Up Dusty, Sweep Echo playing Talk of the City. Win by two plays the highest seed remaining. NBA plays the lowest seed remaining. Um, it's been interesting, man. Uh, shout out to, you know, everyone, like I said in the beginning of the show, shout out to all the bands, all the podcasts, everyone in this tournament, and shout out to everyone who's been watching and supporting this tournament. Uh, you know, this is made possible by you guys. Um for real, so yeah. I, I, without further ado, I would like to do yeah. a, a toast uh, on a nice, on a nice stamp on the season. If you'd like to pass the Jim Bean over here, I don't have it on me. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, all right. You got it. Yeah, you got it. has got it. Yep. All right, he's gonna pour his first one. But yeah, I mean, uh, it was a great season, man. Um, everything to what I expected. I remember, uh, you know, back when we had just like did up the field and everything like that, man. And uh, you know, I'm thinking like, dude, I, you know, I just want to get through the season. You know what I mean? And then uh, we're through and we're through, man. And, and I don't want to just get through just just because. But I wanted to get through and accomplish it and have it be something memorable. <clears throat> and I think we accomplished that. And again, you know, it goes out to everyone who tunes in, watches, comments. And it's the little things, man, that take it over the top. So, I mean, this is a cheers, really. To, yeah, cheers uh, to everyone. Yeah, I mean, the the whole production, we've continued to build on it every week. And, you know, all of our friends in the scene, it's been fun to see those guys every Saturday and play these games. And, you know, at the end of the day, we're all here to kind of, you know, help each other out, promoting uh, each other's, you know, podcasts and music and stuff. But, you know, hey, we're having fun with it, though, you know? So this is to, uh, for... It's been some great camaraderie, you know? The first season of... Wiffle ball in the book, says John. All right, it looks like from here on in, it's a ten dollar cover charge at the door. Make sure you tip your fucking bartender. Someone got the cap for this. 
Yeah, it's over here. Thank you, my friend. Guys, In the Paint is closing in on 100 episodes. Yeah, we're almost there. What is this, 82? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're almost there. Fire. Let this ride a little bit. Fucking right, man. I can't believe... And, by the way, what's today's date? Well, today is the... Well, we're, we're filming this on the 19th, but it'll be the 20th. It is the 20th. It's officially the 20th right now. Yeah. Mario... Oh, oh. yeah. Now it's officially the 20th. Now it's yep. officially the 20th. Mario, if you want to open up uh, really fast uh, th- our uh, YouTube page, I would like to kind of... Uh, let me turn that off. Before we get, because uh, talking about playoffs and, you know, us going into the playoffs for the Wolf Ball season, uh, Philly sports are going into the playoffs. Uh, before we get into that, I want to go to the first podcast here and show everyone. So if you go to In the Paint podcast, shout out to Mario, bringing the laptop again. Dude, the laptop look- is a great touch, man. Good call. It's really been helping us segue to these segments. Looking professional, looking legit. Fuck let's yeah, go. Man. All right. Yeah. So let's see. Here we go. In the Pain Podcast. Okay, yes. This is the... Now, make sure you pause it. Pause it. Yeah, me. All right. It's paused. So I don't want to play at all. I just want to see the playlist. Here we go. View a full playlist. There you go. All right. So, yeah, it's funny. Like, thinking back on the first episode, so it was you in that corner over there. Right. With what? Webcams, right? Uh, a cell phone uh, camera hooked up via USB as a webcam. And the camera that we currently use that is on you guys. Okay, so here we go. The episode is titled Welcome. So the uh, the, the first episode, Mario, uh, when was the first episode? All right, so I have the first episode up now. It's wow. titled Welcome. This wow. is episode one, which debuted. So the podcast debuted on May 26th of last year. So wow. in six days from now, it would have been a year since the first episode. Wow, man. That's crazy, dude. So we're closing in on a year. We're going to do something special for a, uh, a year. Definitely. We have something big planned for After Wiffle Ball 2. Uh, you know, we kind of want to take the podcast in, in a certain direction, uh, you know, as far as, you know, a live entertainment radio type talk show during the week. Um, but we will... Re- reveal that uh more when we have all the t's and i's dotted and everything like that um but i mean the the premise of uh tonight's show uh obviously we, we wrapped on week seven and the regular season of, of wiffle ball we are heading into the playoffs another team that's heading in the playoffs going into this summer with full capacity and a playoff run in them is uh you know the hot 76ers now we were on here uh last week talking about how the sixers uh, I, I forget who were they were, who they were playing uh, to be exact on the day of the podcast, but I know they played the Miami Heat. Jimmy But Jimmy Bu- Buckets is their kryptonite, and uh, you know what they uh, you know took care of the Sixers that night. But we were talking also last week that Orlando, you know, we should they were still set up to yeah they they had a couple yeah. easy games coming up against Orlando, so, so they were they were fine. So the Sixers did get the uh, number one seed. Uh, you know, hats off to the Philadelphia 76ers. Yes, in, in a, you know, in a sports year that it's been kind of rough around here, the Sixers have been a nice little uh, ray of hope. So the playoffs are start to, uh, are, are uh, you know, 
on course to start on Sunday. The Sixers are set up to play the eight seed, which right now, if you go over to the standings. So I have the standings up now. Oh, I had them up. You did have them. Hang on a second. Oh, that's right. We were looking up uh, the playoffs. The playoff picture. I, I believe as of right now. Because we were uh, looking about the uh, the playing games. That's what we were looking games, at. playing games, right. So, okay. So I have the standings up here now. And currently as it sits, according to this, uh, right now the Washington Wizards are the eighth seed. And then what's the Pacers record? Right and the Pacers now? are right behind them in ninth. Um, so they're the actually Hor- both 34 and 38. So I guess there's some kind of tiebreaker in there. Yeah, so I mean, uh, it would probably be against uh, you know division opponents uh, or head-to-head records. I would probably be first in division opponents, but you know, either or, the Pacers are a hard team, the Wizards are a hard team. With yeah, both Beal. sneaky teams for sure. You know what we have to see out of the Sixers? What we've seen out of all year, man. You know, uh, players like Dwight Howard who have really stepped up. Players like Danny Green. And uh, Seth Curry, man. Uh, you yeah, know, great, great additions to this team. Great role players. Tobias, you know, scoring the ball. Uh, when he's on, he's on. When he's off, he's off. But, uh, you know, Joel. Finally really, playing to that money, you know what I mean? A little bit. Exactly. Yeah. Joel really coming into his own. And Ben Simmons. Dominant. You know, we have to kind of not put these high expectations on Ben Simmons because that's not the player who he is. And I feel like, uh, you know, it's late in his career right now. For him to kind of even change that, you know, to become a shooter is what I'm saying. Yeah, Ben, it kind of is what he is at this point, and the Sixers have found a way to make it work. So at this point, let's just take it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Let's just take it and run with it and see what happens. Um, You know, we were talking about this a little bit earlier off camera. Um, The Sixers finally kind of have a nice balanced roster where, you know, they have a good bench and the starting five is there to match it. And... You know, you mentioned Dwight Howard, that leadership presence is there and like, you know, really, really, really makes a difference. I mean, Doc Rivers coming in as a winning coach, a championship winning coach. This guy knows what he's doing. And, you know, really, it really changed the culture of this team. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, I mean, acquiring Doc Rivers, man, I mean, that was really like the first chip to fall in place. You know, they acquire Doc Rivers. You know, they get these role players. Uh, you know, a few that which we mentioned. Uh, Danny Green, Dwight Howard, uh, you know, Seth Curry, um, you know, and, and a few others as well. And also keeping, like, really the core, which is Tobias, uh, Joel, and Ben, you know, keeping them around. And listen, if the argument ever comes up, keep Joel or Ben, come on. I don't think we even have to answer yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's you know Joel. I mean? but It's Joel by a long shot. But like you said, though, they kept that core. I mean, there was always talks. You know, we've over the past couple of seasons, we've heard talks. Maybe Ben Simmons is going to get traded. You know, maybe there's a package. We put Joel Embiid in there. And I think it's important for the Sixers and for Ben Simmons, especially this point in his career, knowing that he's not going to turn into a Ray Allen or he's not, you know, even at best, like, you know, like a Vince Carter. Cause that's like how his game is 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 around. Like he's he's aggressive, taking it to the hole. Yeah, and, he, and he's good from about fifteen to twenty. Now, what Vince Carter was able to do is develop a three ball late in his career. Now, but I, I don't see Ben doing that. His fundamentals aren't a three point shot. Like he like it's just not there. In some players' games, it's not there. In in certain centers and dominant centers, like we watched over the years with Shaquille O'Neal. You know, with Yao Ming. No it, shots. <laughs> no shots. Uh, the only one who has is Joel Embiid. Well, so I was actually... Uh, oh, God, I can't even talk. The whiskey's kicking yeah, in. Yeah, the Jim Beam. I was actually just about to say that, where, you know, Joel Embiid, 
you find him a lot hanging at the perimeter sometimes. And, you know, where Ben Simmons, like you said, gets kind of down and dirty and low and, you know, really scrapping for layups and stuff. like. And like you said, good from about 15 feet. But other than that, you know, you don't really see him taking shots beyond the arc. Well, and, and that'll be a big thing, man, because as Philly fans, we can get very overcritical over the littlest things. Now, understanding Ben Simmons' game, understanding what he has and what he's able to do, you know, in, in the boundaries of Ben Simmons. You know, I, I feel like if we understand that and accept that of who he is and then utilize that as the Sixers, which I feel like maybe this year, maybe the best they have done that, you know, I, I feel like we won't have a problem. And, and Joel and Ben can both coincide. Now, if, if we start going the route where we did with Carson Wentz and started dissecting everything of reasons why we feel like he's not the franchise quarterback, when in reality he is a franchise quarterback, in my opinion, um, that's when you start you know, entering that self-doubt. And once that start happening, starts happening, um, you know, any little mistake that that player makes there on out is magnified times yeah, 10. Yeah, and we touched on this earlier, and just having pieces around them that fit their needs for this roster has been huge. Yeah. I mean, you know, you have some guys like Curry that can shoot. You know what I mean? You have guys that, you know, come in and are off the bench and, you know, produce. So it kind of takes some of that pressure off and just kind of lets these guys play their game. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, it's been – we we've seen – Doc Rivers be able to kind of maximize this team's strengths and downplay some of their weaknesses and kind of play around them. Right. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, Doc's a great coach. I mean, and some people forget, man, he's a championship winning coach. You know, he won with Boston. Um, and granted, Boston had a great team at that time with KG and Rondo and Paul Pierce. And, uh, you know, they just, I, I, you know, Glenn Baby Davis. I mean, they just had this overall great team, supporting cast and their and their starters. That was really the error of the big three. You know, people forget about that, too. Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, and Paul Pierce were the big three before Miami's Heat big yeah. three, you know? So, uh, yeah, man, I, you know, I'm excited for the Sixers. Um, you know, the Eagles, uh, you know, I'm going to keep my expectations low with the Eagles. Uh, I don't know how you feel. What do you uh, What do you got for win total? Win total, man. So I'm gonna keep my expectations low. I see that I'm at, at, at maybe a six to eight win ball club. I'm kind of I'm kind of right there too. I I said like seven eight wins. Now didn't their uh, schedule come out? It did. Yeah. You want to pull their schedule up real fast? So yeah, we'll we'll, che- we'll check and we'll just go real quick. Uh, not, nothing kind of crazy, but. Six to eight win ball club, I, I feel like, for the Eagles. brand. I'm not sure if you have just a, a relative short guess. We can uh, always come let's back Let's look to at it. the schedule, see how it is. All right, so here we go. So, yeah, let, let's check out their schedule, All right, yeah, we? so I have the Eagles schedule up. So, obviously, you guys know with the new rule changes, the uh, 17th game being added to the season, they dropped two preseason games. Yeah. So, they're going to play the Steelers and the Patriots in the preseason, blah, blah, blah. All right. Week one, they open with Atlanta. Um... So, I mean, going around... Uh, Possibly. I think it's a winnable game. Very winnable game. I'll give them a win there. Uh, they got Dallas next. I'll give them a loss there. Actually, no, I'm sorry. I'm going across this way. They have the 49ers next. 40, I'm going to give them a loss there. Okay. Then they go to Dallas. Dallas, I'm, I'm going to give them a loss there, even though divisional uh, 
matchups always are played harder. But Dallas has had our number the last couple of years, uh, and especially if Dak Prescott comes back healthy, which you know he's showing signs that he is. Okay, so there's a little bit of a tough stretch here. So you got KC loss. Carolina, which I feel like they can win. That that's game. a winnable. Uh, that's a winnable game. Winnable a tough game. game but then you got Tampa Bay loss. Then you got Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, I think that game's in Vegas. Uh, it's a, that could be a loss. It's tough. So that's like two and six. Right. And there. then you got Detroit, who you kind of don't know what they are now. Like, well, I mean, w- I mean, we signed. Uh, you know, what's his face? Um, like. Uh, not Kenyon Johnson. Oh, uh, Ke- yeah. Ke- Kenyon Johnson. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we signed, actually, a former line. Now I feel like Kenyon Johnson might be a little, like, past the prime that he was. But How do you even, think golf's going to look over there? Uh, you know, man, I was never Does he have sold. anybody to throw to? I was never sold on Jared Goff. No, nah, me neither. I feel like McVay and Goff, you know, the, the couple seasons that they had together— Kind of caught lightning in a bottle. They had some great players around them with, you know, early Todd Gurley, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. And they had a good defense. I mean, Aaron Donald's a beast. I mean, so, you know my point. So Jalen Ramsey for a little bit, yeah. I mean, come on, just uh, from top to bottom. Um, With that being said, if Goff goes there and, you know, if Goff goes there and outperforms, then we know, you know, Matthew Stafford might have been the problem. I always liked Matthew Stafford. I've always, yeah, I've always like had a hell of a respect for Matthew Stafford. That guy, you know. I'll even go as far out on a limb and say Matthew Stafford is a better quarterback than Jared Goff. I I think so. I'm so, with you on that one, actually. Now Jared Goff has a Super Bowl appearance over uh, Matt Stafford, but you know, just overall, career, I would say career wise, and I would say not any fault to Matthew Stafford. I mean, no. he's literally been in Detroit, which is kind of career hell. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? But, I mean, Detroit the last couple years, besides like their offensive coordinators and and pl- people who call the plays, you know, uh, they've had talent. Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, yeah, uh, T.J. Hockett. You know, uh, obviously Kenyon Johnson. Um, forget their running back they had besides him, but someone else. But here, continue with the schedule. What do we got after the line? But okay, so then they got the L.A. Chargers. Chargers, Justin Herbert, man. Uh, you Justin know, Herbert scares me a little bit. Lights out, man. I mean, he was a rookie last year. I think he threw like 28 touchdowns, something astronomical as a rookie. So, but okay. That's then, a loss. Then they got Denver, which I think they could beat Denver. They could beat Denver. So that's like three and eight right there, I think. Three and so, seven. okay. So we're on the Saints. Lost. Now we're in November. So the Saints. Well, even though the Eagles did beat the Saints last year with Taysom Hill, and but I think Jameis Winston is going to be the quarterback. He's going to be the starter, forward. right? So, but even so, they have Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas. I mean, and it's Sean tough. Payton. It's you know, tough. Yeah, it's tough. Super Bowl winning team. Okay, I'll, I'll so now. Loss. And that's and it, that's in Philly. So, you know, I'll say the Eagles can win that game. It's their game to lose. I'll put it that way. Okay, so now we're actually at my birthday. Cool. So the Eagles play the Giants on my birthday in New York. We should try to get tickets to that. We should try to go up there, man. Make a, you ever you ever been up there? I have. Yeah. I put. I went to an yeah. Eagles Giants game up there. It's awesome. That stadium is beautiful, man. It's really fun. Uh but you know, actually, I went to Super Bowl year. We'll see. So that was uh, Nick Foles' first start. Oh uh, no shit. Yeah, it was fun, so, man. Well, we'll see uh, if Saquon's uh, you know healthy. Saquon Barkley, that is, and we'll uh, you know. Giants can beat us, you know. They actually uh, just signed former Eagles Super Bowl champ Corey Clement. Uh, I think he's a little past his prime, but yeah, I mean, not not a big signing, but you know, we love him here. He's a good yeah, guy, yeah. pride of Glassboro. Yeah. 
Um, so all right, so okay, now we're in December, so we're getting into that you know playoff push. So these next hopefully. four games here, <laughs> we'll just run like this: they got the Jets, they got Washington, they got the Giants, and they got Washington in four weeks. I feel like all four games they can win; they're all winnable games. But I feel like we'll go three and one in that stretch. Okay, that's fair. And then we move on to the last game, which so is the they're Cowboys. So they're going to close out with the Cowboys. And I feel like we can win that game. So I feel like we'll go 4-1 and one in the last five, but that, I believe, only totals us up to, like, eight wins. So so they're going to be put, they're going to be kind of sitting in the wild card in the hunt position could, maybe because, for a little bit. Because historically, the NFC East has been shit. So uh, the, the Cowboys might have Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper, Zeke Elliott, and a good defense. And but they got Jerry Jones in the front office. But they got office. Jerry Jones <laughs> in the front office. And, and that should tell you everything because, you know, we still have Jeffrey Lurie, or not Jeffrey Lurie, I'm sorry, uh, Harry Roseman, Harry freaking Roseman in our front office. Just when I wanted to give Harry some credit for the Devontae Smith pick, he went and finished the draft. <laughs> right. <laughs> But I digress. Um, speaking of NFC East, um, big signing for the Eagles the other day. They just signed former Washington football team dominant defensive player Ryan Kerrigan, ten year veteran, been there, you know, get, getting up there in age. Right. What's he? Thirty two now, I think. About thirty two. I. But still, I mean, this guy. I mean, for years. How many times you watch Eagles Washington games where he's flexing after sacking oh, the quarterback and you just roll your eyes? Yeah, it's yeah. nice to finally be able to you know see that for us. You know, um, again, a good veteran pickup. I mean, some depth on that defensive line. Yeah, Ka- kind of feels like that Chris Long type of role. Um, you know, hopefully he's still got something left in the tank, and if he does, I mean, the guy's you know hell of a player. Yeah, I mean the only thing is, you know, like you said, he's got to stay healthy, man. That that's going to be key. Um, you know, if he stays healthy, because he has dealt with the injury bug uh, over the last couple of seasons. Uh, other than that, he's a lights out player, Pro Bowl player. Um, you know, and we welcome him with open arms, obviously. But he's that defensive line rotation, if he stays healthy, well. That, that defensive line rotation is very nice. That's what the Eagles that excites are. me. It's the one strength we have right now. That's that's exactly it, man. That's the one thing the Eagles have been great at consistently over the last couple of years is that line rotation and, and specific D line rotation. So I mean, adding Carrigan is great because I feel like you know we'll work him in very nicely with our D line. So yeah, man, I'm excited. Uh, you know the Sixers are are going to be exciting. Uh, their playoff push. Hopefully they can uh you know maybe make it to a uh, finals appearance this year. You know, we got the Eagles in less than, you know, like uh, three months. Uh, I believe I read somewhere that Zach Ertz wasn't going to uh, be reporting for yeah, the offseason. Yeah, he's, he's going to end up getting traded or released at some point. And I, I mean, know, it's inevitable. Listen, we can go down a whole rabbit hole with this one, but I'll, I'll keep it short and sweet. I don't know why we didn't get rid of Zach Ertz on the day of the draft. It boggles my mind. Yeah, I mean, it, it comes down to the fact that, you know, you got to move him while there's still some value. Yeah. Because he's getting up there in age. His production's slowly declining. But he still has enough in the tank where he's got some value if you trade him. Listen, if, if he goes to a good, you know, a decent team and they use him the proper way, not as a number one tight end, you know, obviously his blocking isn't the same as when he first started. And, you know, his. His route running ability isn't really the same. Yeah, see, he's always been more of a receiving tight end than a blocking tight end. So that's. But he was good at blocking. So, so, I mean, if he wants to continue to have, you know, some 
you know, longevity to his career, he's going to kind of have to shift to that, you know, like what Brent Selleck did when he, when, when, you know, when they drafted Ertz, Selleck kind of became that blocking tight end. Yeah. And kind of knew his role. Um, he's going to have to do that if he wants to continue to have a career. I mean, I will say this, though. I will say this is Zach Ertz, uh, is probably the best Eagle tight end in history. Oh, in my listen, lifetime, too. Hands down. I mean, listen. At the end of the day, I mean, the guy is an Eagle great. Two most clutch, no question, no two, questions asked. One of the two most clutch catch catches in Super Bowl history. The man will never have to buy another drink in this city again. No, absolutely not. So, but with that being said, man, uh, you know, I don't see why you don't move uh, a Zach Ertz at you know the NFL draft. Um, but you know, teachers to each their own, man. Uh, you know, I never know what Harry Roseman is thinking. Just when you think you do know what Roseman is thinking, I will, you, I will, he pulls like you know something <laughs> like that. I'll give the Eagles this. It looks like from the moves they've been making and the draft picks that they made, or at least early on and later in the draft, at least they're kind of showing that they're going to kind of put some faith into Jalen Hurts and not make this a quarterback controversy again. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, going out and kind of putting some weapons around him, familiar weapons, you know, with Devontae Smith. Um, it, it, it proves that they're going to actually try to, you know, give this guy a chance to be the starter and to kind of take the control of that starting job. Um, that's what I want to see because... Want some Red Bull bread? I got some. All Ooh, right. All right. Well, which one are you drinking? Sense. Sorry. He's drinking the green kind. Oh, that's green good. Kind. I didn't mean to cut the, you off. I was just no, you're good, man. Offering the Red but, uh, Bull. <laughs> I was the Red Bull's important. Red Bull's an important part to every day. But, um, no, yeah, it's been good to see that, you know, we can finally sit back and kind of have some idea going into this season. You know, whether we have high expectations for it or not, we, we at least know going into this that, you know, it looks like Hurts is going to be the guy. And they're going to see what they can do with him, you know, and yeah. put pieces around him. Something that, you know, I know you've been very vocal about as far as what they didn't do for Carson Wentz. But what they're not doing either for Hurts, man. And, I mean, and they're not doing enough for Hurts. But you're starting to see some moves that at least show that they're not just going to throw in the towel this season. They're going to at least try to play for the division and maybe keep competitive this season. But, but who? Kenyon Johnson? No, listen. I listen. Who, there's who, no world beater moves a, a, here. Answer me this. Name, name me somebody who at least you're not even fully sold on, but maybe oh that guy could have potential. All right. So for me, it's Miles Sanders if he stays uh, but, healthy. Uh, take him away. Okay. So you're talking like okay. So you're talking like moves, moves. Well, carry on Johnson if he's if you know he he's showed some flashes in his flashes. career. He's got to stay healthy. Right. Got to stay healthy. Um, but what I, f- I feel like I will give you this in his new role where Miles Sanders will be, you know, the primary back and, you know, you got Boston, Boston Scott and, you know, carry on Johnson, you know, it, got a crowded running back room right now. That's but, for sure. You, well, yeah. Got to figure that out. But if, yeah, that, if, if they're, you know, uh, you know, used right correctly, then I feel like, you know, we have a very good backfield. But yes, we usually don't like, you know what I mean? Well, we, usually, we don't really run the ball enough. Exactly. I mean, and we and when we do, we get away from what's working later in the game. You know, yeah. I mean, you, the one thing with establishing the run is early on, you have to do it. And if it doesn't work, you can't just abandon, abandon it. Abandon it. Yeah. And we saw that multiple times under Andy Reid, under Doug Peterson. 
both great coaches, but both who really didn't favor the run really were pass first coaches. Yeah. Um, but okay, so it's 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 you know like you said, if you can keep these guys healthy and utilize them correctly, and you you know distribute the carries the right way, and have a nice balanced offense, you know we have a nice backfield. Yeah. No. Yeah, we absolutely do. Uh, so I'll give you that. If used properly, our backfield is 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 great. Um, now at tight end, we have Goddard. That's it. Again, flashes. I ha- shown he can be a very solid tight end. Yes. In this league. We need someone else alongside of Goddard. Our offensive line is, you know, old, banged up. Uh, you know, who knows what we're going to get out of him. The new kid, Dickerson, he's probably going to come in the year on the IR. So with that being said, who do we got a wide out? Yeah, I mean, look, you're you're bringing in Smith, so you know he's gonna be the the and big name. I'm not sold on him, and, and I'm I'm I'm, t- I'm saying no, no. And listen, that's fair. On? That's fair. I'm as far as sold on. Uh yeah. I mean, I there's a couple of players that you know you feel like have potential to, if they can consistently play to the level, you know, like for example, like last year you saw Travis Fogum come in. Light up the league for three, four weeks, and, and then they, they abandoned that, and then kind of just, just fell off the radar. No, he didn't fall off the radar. We stopped well, using him. Well, I mean, f- yeah, fell off the radar because he kind of really wasn't even getting the snaps. Um, and yeah, I mean, I feel like you know what we saw from him last year. He could be a player. Um, over the last couple of years, nothing crazy, but I feel like as a solid, like you know, number two. You know, a solid slot guy, Greg Ward's a guy that can play. Small, but yes, he has right. hands. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's nobody I'm really like hell bent sold on. Um, Devontae Smith again is the big, you know, the big draft pick. Let me you know, just let me let me just bring you. I on. just want you know, you got to hope that he comes in and he, you know, is a solid bona fide number one. Yeah, but. As as he was advertised to to be. The thing is, man, the 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 style of the Sean Jackson players, uh, you know, kind of came and went. Now you do have Tyree Kill, but Tyree Kill isn't a class of his own because, you know, he is he's got the hands, he can burn you, but he can also run routes. Now, hold on, yeah, but I mean, you know. Like players like that, man, Tyree Kill, like they're once in a generational uh, talent. You know, Deshaun Jackson, you know, he had it, you know, back, you know, when they had that, you know, Oregon style offense with Chip Kelly, Jeremy Macklin, Deshaun, LaShawn McCoy. Right. You know, I, I, I feel like, though, since then, you know, it, it has came and went and and teams have adjusted to that. Now, you know, Tyree Kill is in a league of his own. I get that. But you look at the average wide receiver, you know, and the Eagles don't have that as an average wide receiver, you know, the build of like a DeAndre Hopkins, a 6'1", 6'2", right. 6'3", player who can go up and get a ball, who can also run a 4-2-40. It doesn't have to be a short. Why that kid uh, Smith, you know, kind of scares me is because, yeah, he could run that, you know, right. that that 40-yard dash and under, you know, 4.5 seconds and he could catch the ball he's got hands but guess what he doesn't have height and that's what yeah. scares me man yeah I mean it's tough because you know for years now we've watched this receiving core just underperform and really yeah. just drive us nuts yeah um 
And we've all been kind of screaming, like, you know, we want, like, that type of, you know, receiver, like that burner. Yeah. You know, somebody's going to take the top off the of defense. And like you said, I mean, we also, you also want to see a receiver that can just kind of go up and get a 50-50 ball. Yeah. A guy that can run good routes and, you know, you know, shake defenders. And like you said, I mean, he's kind of smaller. Um, the frame's not exactly, you know, he's not built to be, you know, a, a Calvin Johnson. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. but, um, you know, you hope that he's that burner that he can just kind of, you know, go down the field and, you know, like I said, take the top off the defense. And, you know, something we really haven't seen in a while is just those big electric plays, those game changing plays, you know, those big chunks of yards you pick up on those, you know, those big pass plays. Something the Eagles really haven't had in a long time. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll see, man. Um, I'm cautiously optimistic. Actually, no, I take that back. I'm cautiously, like, pessimistic about the Eagles because the Eagles can uh, mess around and, you know, win 10, 11 games just because the NFC East is so shitty. Yeah, you know? I feel like just for that reason alone, they're going to be hanging around. So, I mean, with that being said, you know, I don't see the Eagles winning more than eight games, but anything is possible. Um, Yeah, man. So, you know, it's... It, it <laughs> I'll drink to that. Yeah. <laughs> Get yeah. a start early. We, we had a couple of rough runs Rough, rough ones, man. You could tell the uh, Jim Beam uh, is kicking in. Woo! Um, yeah, bro. Uh, we had a couple, you know, uh, streams this year. Eagle streams, Philly sports streams. Um, Quite underwhelming. <laughs> well, the the one, and if I can, I will put uh, you know the clip right there. But you know, I had to take the shower of shame, man. Yeah, I had to take the shower of shame. Live Which, on by air. the way. Somebody, oh, he'll, he'll deliver. Ducking you, dude. He'll deliver. Somebody he's, owes you a shower of shame. He's gonna deliver, man. One way or another, we're gonna get him. Uh, I'm not even worried about that. He's not even on my radar at this point. <laughs> you know what I mean, dude? But uh, now Alex owes me a shower. He left of shame. you out there to die on the hill. Oh, I died on that hill, <laughs> uh, spiritually and uh, physically and metaphysically and everything else in between. But you know what? That's how the cookie crumbles, and I'm not really... There's really no sweat off my back. Um, well, again, he can thank Justin for that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he can thank Justin for that one from Cheer Up Dusty. Uh, on New Year's, coming along, giving Alex a bright idea. Hey, man, they can't just end up in a thigh, and you can't be the only one that gets shower ashamed, yada, yada, yada. Well, guess what, man? I was the only one shower ashamed. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, gotcha. sh- yeah. So, Alex, dude, if you're listening, listen. Just because you're our singer doesn't mean you're exempt. No, you owe us a shower, Shane. Um, and we were talking about earlier in the show, you know, we were thinking about, uh, you know, expanding the show after the Wiffle Ball uh, tournament is over. So maybe that's when he can repay us when, uh, you know, maybe we're doing some uh, – our. I'll leave it at this. You know, we're, we're trying to expand the show into uh, a live show, uh, you know, a weekly live show. So – Maybe when that comes to be, Alex can repay it. and In front of a that. live audience. Exactly, because I had yes. to do that <laughs> in front of a live audience as well. Um, so in, in other light news, uh, Mario, uh, last week, and, and Brandon, last week we talked about uh, you know cryptocurrency and how Dogecoin was making a nice run up to what seemed to be 80 cents and Bitcoin was going back to 60 and Ethereum was going to fucking, you know, Pluto and, and then, 
And then Elon Musk, uh, you know, one, and then Elon Musk happened. <laughs> then Elon Musk happened. Uh, okay, so we're gonna go out. to Elon Musk Twitter. So the the stage of events in crypto since we last been on air, you know, crypto was soaring. Crypto was an all time high, but you know, you, you can never predict the highs. You can never predict the lows. Just know that. And by the way, none of us here, uh, myself, Mario, and Brandon, none of us here are financial advisors. We are by no means financial experts. Uh, invest at your own risk. With that being said, last week, uh, crypto was, you know, just soaring, uh, to say the least. This week, uh, you know, we start off with this tweet. This happened. Uh, so, yeah, this was ago. exactly a week ago uh, on the 13th. So, Elon Musk tweeted out, and I quote, to be clear, I strongly believe in crypto, but it can't drive a massive increase in fossil fuel, especially coal. Now, John, can you uh, elaborate on what he's referring to there? So what what he's kind of saying is, uh, you know, crypto, because of, you know, it's high energy use, it's just it's not good for the environment. Um, you know, it's draining a lot of electricity, you know, it's not, it's unable to use these alternative ways of, you know, uh, fuel and way to power it. Um, you know, so there's really not a conducive way to mine crypto without ruining the environment. And want to know what I have to say about that? What's that? Bullshit. Elon Musk, industry plant. Ooh, all right. We're about to go uh, down a rabbit hole here. Not only that, he's from Mars. Not only that, uh, I'm gonna go go ahead and say bullshit again. And not only that, he's fixing the market. Well, dude, and and we talk about that. This, I man. definitely not. Yeah. Not only that, you have one SNL appearance. Okay. You have two SNL fool me once, all right? Fool me twice. I don't fucking think so. Yeah. That's where I draw the fucking line. You make two SNL appearances, you're 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 getting paid fucking dirty money, fucking payroll from the government. <laughs> John's like, "Yep. Yep." Not only that, <laughs> SpaceX what the fuck was that? Well, can we can we talk about SpaceX? So, wait a second. Can we this, fucking talk yeah. about Brandon, fucking SpaceX? Brandon is literally blowing the lid off this shit. <laughs> this guy is a fucking billionaire who literally is just sitting here and playing with this market as if it's like a can, game of Monopoly. Can we let's let's dissect this? Can let's, we pull up? You know you know how SpaceX was supposed to fucking fucking land, re fucking land. That's yes. bullshit. Look that shit up. Look that fucking video up. Look the video up, Mark. It's fucking he, bright, bright, bright motherfucking flash. You see it, flash, boom, it's there. Bullshit. Well, that's why I asked the question, man. I'd, SpaceX landing, can, you said? Uh, can, yeah, just any SpaceX landing. I've never uh. been a motherfucking fan of fucking Elon Musk. Can I fucking say that? Dude, listen, man. I 100% agree with you. The, the thing is, man... The thing is, you have, and, and I've said this. There's, there's, there's people on the internet, man, that are just inner, like very easily just fooled. fucking love to <coughs> Elon just Musk. Come on now, choke it up, bro. Yeah, I mean, listen, dude, it's it's just wild, man. How everyone on the internet is easily fooled, and they're easily gassed up by someone like an Elon Musk. And maybe he has done well. 
you know, but you you touch on a very good topic, man, of Elon Musk being an industry plant. And it's like this one person, this one person has the power to manipulate a whole market, a decentralized market. What is it's sold to people as, oh, come over here, because what sounds the sexiest, man, is, you know, decentralized market. People want to, uh, you know, go somewhere where their, you know, money isn't being traits that's why you know cryptocurrency is where it's at yeah so people are just sold you know that you know crypto is, is decentralized which is one thing but when you have one person shifting a market and, and you know they're just able to sway something just with the with i think one about tweet, how man. he yeah how he knows how to really like reach and influence a lot of younger people with the things he says and does. Right. It's amazing. Like, and like you said, this is guy, this is a guy that's a billionaire that literally can just kind of manipulate this market and is literally just kind of trolling everybody with it and just having fun with it. Like it's his own little personal game of monopoly. (laughs) Well, Brandon, Brandon, you talked about, you know, Elon being the industry plant, right? And, up until really, you know, till May 6th, until he tweeted that out, you know, I would have argued against you. But now I'm kind of like on that point and I'm not shitting on crypto by all means. Like, I, I just want to say that now. This is not any of us probably. I could probably speak for all of us. Not shitting on crypto. It's it's shitting on people why crypto was invented in the first place. Like, crypto was invented for people not to be able to manipulate a market. It was invented for, you know, the people. Now, granted, people got rich along the way. People get greedy. That's just the human instinct. Like, there's greed in that. But, you know, when you have, you know, Elon Musk and Saturday Night Live coming coming together, that just doesn't, you know, bode well. You know what I mean, no. and, and it yeah. makes you—it makes you think, man. It's like, what what was the what was the whole goal of that? If, to 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 let to, people know about like crypto and Dogecoin I'm, and this and that, or I'm for gonna another. say it. I'm gonna say it. it's the big P. It's propaganda. Yep, yep. There yeah. it is. It's all it is, and uh, it's so in your face. It's not even funny. And it, it's so in your face, man, and yet... Yeah, you, it's right in front of you. It's obvious. Yet some people don't even realize it. No, they eat it up, and they just find it entertaining, and they find him entertaining. Um, and I know we've joked around before we call him Daddy Elon and kidding around, having fun with it, but like at the end of the day, you know... People lose money. Right. And this guy, you know... Thinks like it's said, a joke. Literally thinks it's a joke, and is just kind of having his way with the market. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If you were really like such like a genius like that, like he's portrayed, I feel like you wouldn't even bother with those kind of antics. Yeah. And I, a lot of respect out the window. Yeah. And I could totally get behind that, man. And listen, if it started where, you know, this guy's a genius, you know, billionaire, whatever the fuck in cases. You know, but he just like did it from you know a distance. Whether it, it, not like whether, how it should be done, like how it should be done, and not you know 
all hands on deck. Like whatever I say is going to influence the right. market 15%, 20% at a time. And you look at his tweets. It's so obvious So obvious, what he's trying man. to do. It, exactly. Yeah. He was looked at as, you know, the billionaire that's for us. When there's, think about it. There's yeah, no nope. such thing. Yeah, exactly. So we, we should take that right <laughs> then and there as a cautionary red flag. Oh, the the world is just gonna hand you a billionaire. Yeah, to he's be a billionaire, but he gets us, and he's you know he's, he's having us. fun with us, you know the people. But he makes There's a bunch no of money off thing. of us, right? There's no such thing as a billionaire that's for you. So yeah, I mean, look, we 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 saw you know with his SNL appearances, we saw with everything, and oops. not only that. Oh shit! My bad. I, I got distracted like... by the camera. Anyway, man, you know it, it's just wild, man. How how th- this guy really just has you know full control of what happens, and people panic. People read into the big P, the propaganda, and all that. And you know you're gonna see an influx in the next couple days of big sell orders and people dumping off, not having faith. But that's where you know the the rich get richer. You know you 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 wonder how that happens. That's where the rich get richer because they're going to. Buy at these bottoms, which, you know, I'm not giving financial advice, but myself, you buy at these bottoms, you ride it to the top, and, you know, it all is well from there. And that's really, you know, the, the best way I could try to make sense of this. Because last week at this time, you know, everything was high and, and riding into the sunset. You know, just because of a series of tweets came out. And then another big thing that happened, too, was China did ban cryptocurrency. Yeah, so let's so we'll, pull it up real quick. We'll jump into this article real fast. Let's see here. China did ban cryptocurrency. So this okay. was kind of the second domino. Now, real quick, before you jump into this yes. article, Mario, uh, I know you have the article. Now, people are kind of uh, on the back and forth of the te- just because Elon tweeted this, that Tesla must have sold their shares of Bitcoin. So uh, and- Yes, I have this one up as well. So let's see here. Okay, so this article here, um, again, John talks about Elon Musk and Tesla. After, you know, like you said, he tweeted out about Bitcoin. You would assume that maybe they sold off their Bitcoin. Well, this article here um, from CNBC, Elon Musk clarifies that, quote, Tesla has not sold any Bitcoin. But Bitcoin's bad for the environment. Yeah. So, yeah. So they're still invested in Bitcoin. So and and that's that's something that everyone should take note of. You know, Elon comes out and and you know instills fear, um, and you know it, it's a tactic. It's to, a manipulation tactic mani- to kind of manipulate the market in his favor. Absolutely. And like you said, now we're seeing with China banning crypto. So if you want to pull that article. Okay. Right so there. this is an article from BBC News. Um, so the headline is Bitcoin falls further as China cracks down on cryptocurrency. So basically, uh, you know, the Chinese government, yeah, they're you know, banning crypto full, you know, dictatorship and, and what have you uh, along those lines. You know, one of the most uh, censored, you know, uh, Internet spaces in the world. Um, you know, we complain a lot about, you know, free speech here. But I wouldn't even call it complaining. I would I would say people are cautious, being cautious about it because we don't want to end up like being China. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, China, you know, making that move and, you know, between the, the China banning crypto, Elon, you know, 
giving that information out. Uh, people are starting to look at him differently, man. You know, listen, there's a bunch of reasons why you could you could panic and you could find 10 million reasons to sell. And I'm not saying selling is the worst thing in the world. If you need the money, what have you, that's fine. But at the end of the day, you know, it's you never really want to sell for a loss uh, because that's the only time it's a loss. Crypto in its history have has always gone down and then went back up. Uh, that's just the nature of the game. So, you know, with all that being said, there, there's so many, so many negative things that are, you know, surrounding this right now. My thinking is there's, like we were talking about earlier, like there's a reason why this is happening. You know, when, when this stuff kind of happens, it's kind of like the magician, you know, uh, sleight of hand trick. You know, look here while I'm doing something over here. Yes. You know what I mean? So look at look at what's going on. You know, the market's dumping, blah, blah, blah. But what's really going on on right. this other side? Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's these big timers like Elon Musk that... Whales, as we call them. Yes, that look at this and say, you know, the people at the bottom are expecting to, you know, make some money on this. Well... How can we control this market to where the they kind of buy into this whole thing? Last call? Uh, yeah, we'll run a last call. We're getting yeah. kind of low on liquor. Uh, but yeah, like they kind of look at it like, okay, well, how can we control this market to where, you know, we're still the ones on top making all this money and, and it kind of looks like this whole thing's going to plummet. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, was that the uh, case in point right there? Yeah, I oh. mean, like, like it, you just kind of like look at it, and you know, you, it makes you wonder, like, like you said, like, what's all this propaganda for? It's just for the rich to get richer, and the drunk to get drunker. Yes. Absolutely, man. So at this point, if I'm making no sense, it's his fault, not mine. Sir Jim, uh, you know, <laughs> taking over the uh, helm. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm not really worried about it one bit. Uh, like I said, there's millions of reasons why you could find negative uh, outcomes in crypto. But, you know, uh, you know, just just a quick story, man. Uh, you know, back in like November, before Bitcoin shot up to like over 30K, the first run up it had this year or last year, rather, or the last run up it had of, of last year, uh, when it went up to 30K over in like November, it started to go down a little bit, and I was just getting into it, but it started to go down. I panicked. I sold. I sold at a loss, so I lost money just to, you know, have that sense of security. Bitcoin then went from about 28K all the way up to almost 60K. So that should tell you everything right there you need to know. Um, you know, don't panic. Don't there's peaks and valleys with this kind of thing. Talk to a couple people. You know, there's people have discords and, and you know, channels. I mean, be careful out there. I mean, there, there are scammers out there, you know, on YouTube, on Twitch, on all these platforms. You know, uh, people are promising you one thing, that you're going to get rich over something. And you might very well get rich, but, you know, just... Always get a second opinion is my point. Um, yeah, man. So, uh, listen, uh, you know, like we've been talking about, do your due diligence uh, throughout this whole thing, and it will be worth it in 10 years. You you have to have long, short-term goals. We talk about this on the show. 
you know, as long as you plan for the future and what you want to do, you know, you'll be all right. You'll be yeah, all right. it's money you just kind of have to invest and let it sit and just kind of forget about and then go back to it and you watch it grow, hopefully. You think, know? think about Bitcoin when Bitcoin was trading at one penny. And if you bought 100 If you Bitcoin, bought Bitcoin, what, like 2008 or 2010, whatever it was? 2010, if you bought Bitcoin crazy. at one penny, if you bought 100 Bitcoin Rich. at $1, that's 100 Bitcoin, now it's worth even still at, you know, you can check here, pull up the prices real quick, just before, because the prices vary, so the prices might be different from when this uh, podcast so was shot till when it actually airs. But, you know... Uh, Bitcoin... Even if you bought price. it okay, at a penny... So. And you one Bitcoin equals $39,507.20 U.S. state dollars. So even if you bought 100 Bitcoin when it was trading at a, you know one penny or when it was trading at $1, you know what I mean? You put up 100 bucks, you have 100 Bitcoin times 39000 I mean, you're looking at, what, $3.9 million? Unbelievable. I mean, rich. I mean, rich. so, so it's, it's just patience. It's just not having fear and, you know talking to people before listening to your first instinct you know uh that's really you know what's gotten me by through all this because if not you would just fucking panic sell and have paper fucking hands yeah i mean it just comes down to you have to be able to withstand if you know it bottoms out a little bit yeah man yeah so we'll see. Um, you know, there, there, there's still the whole summer left and, uh, you know, crypto trades 24 hours. So, I mean, it, I'm not even worried about it the the least bit. Yeah. Uh, so wh- where are we at on time here? I know we've had some uh, technical difficulties on this show numerous times. I I can't even see my toolbar, to be honest <laughs> with you. Hey, it's all right, man. We're going to get to that finish line. Oh, shit. It is 102. Whew. All right. So let's cover this and then we'll sign off. We're in the uh, wee hours of the morning now. Uh, yeah, I got to still do. I got to edit this because I got some crazy shit to do tomorrow. But uh, so before we get to our last story of the night, I just do want to point out Canvas, our new single uh, is completely finished. Uh, now it just has to go to the uh, mix and master uh, segment of the uh, recording which is pretty exciting. Uh, Mario's going to explain a little bit why I'll while I adjust this camera. Um, yeah, so we got done canvas the other night, get mixed and mastered. And, uh, you know, when can people expect it? Where could they find it? And yeah, so... Everything like that. Yeah, so like John just mentioned, we just got out of the studio. Um, we did finish tracking canvas. It's done, and um, it's going to be available next month um, on pretty much anywhere you can stream. Uh, music, you know, we're gonna have it out there for you guys. We are working on, you know, a music video to go with it. So hopefully we'll have that out in a couple weeks. And I can't wait, man. This is definitely some of our best work, and I'm really excited for you guys to hear it. Yeah, this is definitely our best work, man. Um, <clears throat> I, I I showed Brandon Brown. I don't know if you have any thoughts on uh, what you've heard so far. Like I said, it is not mixed, not mastered, not even touched. Yeah, I think it sounds fucking phenomenal. For uh, not being mixed or mastered, uh, the vocals really fucking kick, and it's a hype ass song. You know what I mean? Thanks, man. I'm glad yeah. you like it. No, yeah, like especially the instrumental part too. That shit's sick. Yeah, I feel like I feel like really we uh, we all kind of had a good part in this song. Like all five of us really put, you know, something into it and made it this awesome thing. Like you know. I had mentioned before on, on a previous show, you know, when I joined the band, 
the first EP was kind of already written, so it's kind of just me throwing my flavor in there, but mostly playing things that were already written. Yeah. So it was cool to be able to be a part of the writing process for this song, and like, I think it rips. Like, we all really contributed something fucking awesome to it. Absolutely, man. <clears throat> so Canvas will be out uh, June twenty twenty one. Uh, we're excited to bring that to you. Uh, you know, this is, like Mario said, some of our best work. Um, I'm trying to breeze through this right now. We've had some uh, technical difficulties throughout this whole podcast, but that's why we have something invented called post-production. Um, another announcement we want to bring uh, to you guys. So look out for Canvas in the month of June. we got a video coming out for that. Uh, we have some... You know, some great artwork coming uh, out for that. Hopefully you know, some merch. Merch. Uh, All kinds merch of stuff. A whole bunch of stuff. Also, in June, we will be streaming uh, the Logan Paul and uh, Floyd Mayweather fight. Yes, we will. Uh, it would definitely uh, be us three here uh, streaming. Um, possibly some other guests, you know, in and out, uh, you know, throughout the night. Definitely and have a lot of this flowing. A lot, <laughs> lot of the whiskey, maybe a couple stogies going. Yeah, maybe man. Maybe we even take it outdoors and, uh, you know, do a little... Sit by, uh, yeah. Sit by the fire and watch yeah, the fire. Yeah, now we're talking. That's How's a, that sound, yeah. B? A little man's night. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, hanging yeah, out with yeah, the guys. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, so those are really, uh, you know, the two things we got. And then, obviously, we have a show August 7th, Saturday, at the Watering Hole. A uh, bunch of great bands playing. I know All Systems yes. Go is playing. Can't Landon wait Axel's for that playing. show. Uh, you know, we're playing. And we're also starting the book uh, shows for uh, this summer into the fall. So we have a bunch of things coming uh, coming up here at Win by Two. It's going to be an exciting summer uh, here at the podcast on In the Paint. Uh, the con- you know, we're going to be concluding the uh, Wiffle Ball uh, 2021 inaugural Wiffle Ball tournament along with some new music, new merch, new videos, new everything pretty much that you can think of. Um yeah man, so you know, I like I said we have a week off this Saturday. Um so make sure you tune in next Saturday uh you know for the uh wiffle ball for uh week 1 of the playoffs. You know, we did have a couple more things uh we were going to throw on but we'll save these two, actually, you know what? I'll, I'll bring this up now since it's relevant right, this week. Uh, and real we'll, quick before we sign off, let's we'll touch, touch on this. On it. It, it won't hurt to have extra, you know, shit in here. But our last story of the night before we do sign off: um, comedian host uh, of Louder with Crowder, uh, Stephen Crowder. Um, you know, uh, a big internet influence. Uh, his YouTube channel holds over five million plus viewers. Um, you know, he's got his own uh, network, Blaze TV. His channel just got his second strike. Um, what does that mean? Uh, well, it means, you know, they're starting to kind of put a target on, you know, certain people's uh, political identities, uh, certain political identities backs and people who, you know, say that they're for that. Uh, and without going too deep in the politics, you know, you, you guys can kind of do your own research on that. But, you know, we want to kind of avoid this, you know, because it, it, it sucks whenever this happens, when people's voices get silenced. You know what I mean? So, you know, this is why we do this show, man, because anything short of like, you know, spewing some crazy nonsense. Right. Anything you know short I mean? of like hate speech, like actual hate speech, like. Like, you know what I mean? Like, blatant racism or something evil. You know what I mean? Like, uh, but, we, we just talk about 
everything. And, and and bring our own spin on yes. it with our own opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and, and we can't lose sight of that sight of that man. So I believe uh, Mario has an article up here. Uh, um, yes, I do. So so Crowder uh, did get banned off of uh, or not banned, but he got a second strike on his channel and on his Crowder Bits channel. Uh, so he filed a counter lawsuit on YouTube. Uh, you know, this was not the first time, probably won't be the last, you know, hopefully, you know, it is because you, you never want to see anyone taken off for just speaking how they feel. Okay. So Crowder did issue a statement. Um, and again, like John mentioned, YouTube had demonetized all of his videos and issued two strikes against him this year. So he filed the lawsuit. And it, okay, so the article starts on Monday. Conservative political commentator Stephen Crowder launched a lawsuit against YouTube for its content practices and policies, which he says are silencing conservative voices. So his quote was As of last Thursday, May 14th, my lawyer Bill Richmond and I filed a notice of a lawsuit against YouTube and are seeking an injunction to prevent them to stop them from currently deplatforming us. We've officially sent a notice of a lawsuit. A very different level. This is the big one, boys and girls. So, yeah, he feels as if YouTube is targeting people who are, look, you know, have conservative views and is trying to literally silence their opinions. Yeah, and whether you agree or disagree with uh, Mr. Crowder, it, you know, that's up to you. Point here being is, you know, it's a slippery slope. Once you start banning people and literally banning them from the internet, um, you know what I mean? It's it, it becomes a slippery slope because you know there's double standards and everything. And I'm not against taking people off for certain things, right? But, but if it's for opinion based things and and fact based things, and you know things of that nature, free speech type things, you know what I mean? It's yeah. If it applies for one person, it has to apply for all. And there's a lot of double standards. So if the rule was just applied the same. That would be fine, but it's not, and I know that. There's plenty of examples for that. I believe there's videos that he pulls up for that, and just search YouTube. I mean, you guys could probably find, you know, your own uh, examples of that. You know, you have, like, people like, you know, Colbert or Trevor Noah that could kind of go on the same, you know, they, they walk almost the same line as that as, you know, just for their party. Yeah, and and for me, like I know we we've, we've talked about it on this show, like you know where someone like a Trevor Noah is very very much on the left, someone like a Stephen Crowder is very much on the right. The difference is Noah doesn't get banned, right? And it's it's portrayed as you know this is except this is what this is the right opinion, where you know look whether you agree or not. You know, people have a right to say things and give their opinion. And like you said, within reason, I mean, you know, unless it's like something just like blatantly that's, that's ridiculous. Like, right. Unless it's something that's like literal definition of like hate speech or some, you know, something out, out there ridiculous. There's these people shouldn't be silenced, but rather you should try to understand where they're coming from right. and then make your own decision based off of that. And. I feel like, like you said, it's a slippery slope where, you know, where does it, where does that line, where's that line drawn? It gets very blurry. You know, people on the one side are going to argue for their side and people, and it's, it's tough because like you said, 
in the in the mainstream media, someone like a you know that's very left leaning is looked at as the right opinion, you know, or someone that's very conservative is this, that, and the third, and that's not always the case. It's it's tough, man, because like I don't know. I I feel like it's well, yeah. The, where where do you, where do you draw the line? It's listen. It, it's the the million dollar, the billion dollar question. It's like. You know, uh, what do you do? You know, there's nothing right. really you can do because you go on to these platforms and you like and that's the thing, man, with being, uh, you know, a, a, a talk, uh, you know, host person personality. It's like you can't be boxed in and no. self-censoring yourself no. because that you, you're limiting yourself. You're there to push a conversation, to push the envelope. Right. Like and we I, bring up things on this show. And discuss them that, you know... Objectively. Right. We look at it objectively, and we also, like, kind of open the discussion and play devil's advocate. You know, we're not... Which we cannot lose sight at. Right. Of, we're not sitting know. here portraying, you know, one or the other as being right or wrong, or this is, you know, pushing an agenda on you. Yeah. It's us going, look, this is what's being said. This is what this side's saying. This is what this side's saying. We're going to look at it in the middle. Right. And give uh, give you our opinion. and the problem is now when you go on social media when you go on YouTube whatever you have radical people on one side or the other that are become this like figurehead for an entire group of people and and speaking for them yeah, like listen on the at the end of the day am I more left leaning than right yeah I guess so in the terms of the political scale the socio scale I guess yeah I'm more left a political compass right sure sure I'm more left leaning but. I'm not sitting here saying I'm this like devoted Democrat. No. You know it, what I mean? No. And I'm not some and radical left leaning person that's what like What are we talking about? Come you on, know, man. Some of these people are just out there, man. Well, and, see, and and same on the right. There's people that are on the radical right that are just out there. And that's the thing. It's it's uh you know, it, it it's easy to get lost in the sauce with that whole thing and just, you know, conforming to one idea and thinking that one idea is you know the answer and the and the whole yeah that's grail. ridiculous. So it's like what you can't lose sight on is just finding common ground with the other side because the the second you start thinking that all your ideals that this whatever political party or you know I, idealism you know starts to you know take over and you think that's the only way it's like that's where you lose sight of things, man, and that's where it becomes a slippery slope of what's you know. Called for, uncalled for. You know what I mean? Point in case is someone like Crowder who isn't, you know, because some could say the town square of YouTube and Facebook and Instagram, you know, is more like a liberal type left leaning. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. And and what well, it's the truth. And yeah. Someone like Crowder defies that. He's on YouTube's platform. YouTube might not agree with some of the th uh, stuff that comes out of his mouth. He backs up what he says, though, with facts. And, uh, you know, he he gets, you know, the boot. So it'll be interesting covering the story moving forward, um, you know, because, again, no one should ever be silenced unless they're doing something absolutely fucking ridiculous. Right. That, does you know, they deserve to be. But if you have a dissenting opinion from the other side, you know, you should be able to voice that without, you know, getting your account wiped. And, and someone like him who has five million subscribers and a show that reaches a live show that reaches more viewers on viewers on a daily basis than CNN, MSNBC, you know, uh, people are listening. 
You know, so if that domino falls, you know, it's just a matter of time before the rest do. And, you know, that's what we try to bring light on on this show. You know, I don't I don't like to really get super political and shit like that. Yeah, like like I know, I you know, we get talking into politics. I start kind of getting to the point where I'm like, yo, like I. But take politics out. Right. Everyone should have a a, a voice. I mean, you, you have that privilege until you don't. And in, in, in a case like this, you guys could do your own research. But in a case like this, I feel like, you know, it's 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 OK. It's called for, you know, yeah. it's so we'll see. Uh, like I said, this this story will be interesting uh, moving forward. Um, you know, uh, so, yeah, man, uh, this has been a uh, this has been a great show. Um, we're going to wrap on that note because uh, who knows? The equipment might fail at any time here. Yeah, we podcast. finally made it. So let's just. Take it and leave it, you know? Let's just leave on a high note. <laughs> yeah. um, Go out on top. We got the playoffs. Uh, you know, the inaugural wiffle ball playoffs starting next Saturday. Make sure to tune in Sar- uh, next Saturday at 10 a.m., 10.30 a.m. We usually go live. Uh, Win by Two Canvas will be out in June sometime with the video on Spotify, Apple Make Music. Make sure to check Pandora. that shit out. Check that out. Um, you know, like I said, we're, we're booking right now for summer uh, and shows. You can check Win by Two out for sure August 7th at the Watering Hole. Um, other than that, I mean, we'll be in the studio pretty much for the rest of the summer and playing shows. Uh, yeah, we know, got a busy like six months coming up. The podcast, uh, you know, we have just three more weeks of the Wiffle Ball Tournament and we're going to try to be revamping this podcast um, in, in, in some big ways, in some very big ways. And, uh, you know, the listener and the viewer that tunes in every week to the show... Uh, it's not made possible without you guys. So uh, I'm, I'm going to pour one more out here. Yeah, this well, is for you guys. While you pour up one more, I never uh, I never shout any of my stuff out. I never promo any of my stuff. So I'm going to go ahead and do that right now. Uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's Brandon, two N's, Taylor, and that's it. Uh, if you want to add me on Rocket League, uh, my Rocket League name is Rail Rails Hot Dabs. And then if you want to add me on Call of Duty Cold War, uh I'm just JIT on there. J I T. So go crazy with that information. Do what you will. Follow well, There you go, guys. Do it up, man. Go follow Brandon. Follow him up. Uh yeah, I mean, Rocket League's a, a sick game. Uh, that's something we're going to do as well. Uh, I'm sorry it, it took to the end of the stream for me to even get to this, but, um, you know, we do enjoy, we all of us enjoy playing video games. So we're going to bring, uh, we have brought some video game live streams to the Win by Two channel. I think we're going to explore that. We should that do a little some, more. Uh, some VR. Yeah, Ooh, we could. VR is fun. We'll look into that. We'll look into some VR, but uh, for we sure. Yeah, no, we have it, but as far as streaming it, you know what I mean. Live oh, streaming. it'll stream. It'll stream like Cakework, because right, you well, can pull it. You can pull it right up on the web browser, and that's it. All right, nice. Well, we'll have to look into that um, and get that all the t- uh, you know I's and T's dotted and crossed. But uh, yeah, man. So uh, yeah, check check out uh, check out Brandon on all his uh, platforms he's got going on obviously uh, you know we dropped all of ours here at win by two uh, this has been another installation of this in the paint podcast for myself John Mario Brandon peace peace, peace.